listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley. Alright, this is gonna be so good. And Fred Slow. I am the cream The cream of the crop. 95.9 FM, 610 the sports animal. And talkabq.com. Turn it up! Turn it up! It's Wednesday. You know what that means. The boys are here. I am Fred Slow, and I'm going to hang out alongside you, friend of the show, until 7 p.m. tonight. We will then hand off the battalion to one. Wait, is Michael not on tonight? Nope, he's got the next couple days off. Okay, forget everything just, I just said. It's uh, CBS programming. Straight into national. That's what I get for now looking at the schedule beforehand. I was just I was reading straight from the schedule. So Mike Trujillo off tonight. No true to the game. You know what? Forget it, Mike. I'm going to stretch it out. I'm going to take it to 10 p.m. myself. You Dude. go right ahead. I'm going to bed or I'm going to grab something to eat. I'll see you later, Charlie. Mm, I'm, do- I'm doing an acapella. I'm going to watch tonight's game. It'll take four hours for me to get through it. Oh, my God. Van's not here. Got a star in the studio, though. I'll tell you what. The Astros catch one L in the World Series, and all of a sudden, Van Nunley can't make it into work. Sitting in for he, star of TV and radio. Three-time New Mexico broadcaster of the year. Musical composer. Published author. Father of the year. Author? Yes. He, it's graffiti stuff. He does He does street art. It's, uh, it's, not, it's not New York Times bestseller, but it's... It's very inspired. Like above average driver in most situations and w- where there are well-lit areas. Connoisseur of all vegan style foods. My second best friend in all of TV and my first best friend in radio. KOB's very own Brandon Ortega. Brandon, welcome to the program. Another great intro, although maybe 40% of it was really true. We, you, well, very few. I don't eat vegan food. I are you, seen- you're not a meat eater? No, I am a meat eater. I'm saying it. The vegan thing's not true. I don't I mean, eat vegan food. I mean, but you've had vegan food. Forced to. Yeah. Yeah, I've been and forced it, to. And it's you, been, made me, you made me go to a dinner where it was a vegan place. And you and you got <laughs> you got like a, a carrot hot dog or something. Oh come on! It was it was carrots, <laughs> cauliflower wings or something. <laughs> cauliflower wings. Those were really good. At that's me. what I'm telling you. You're a connoisseur. But that's one thing <laughs> of all vegan food I've had. So. The only thing impossible about a burger with Brandon is get him to eat an impossible burger. So, yeah, I mean, I would try it. It's very good. I think the burgers I eat are way better though. Like in and out. I I, I I grilled them some gorgeous Angus steak burgers. It, do you last like, time he came over? Do you like In and Out burgers because you don't have to have the vaccine to go there or show proof oh, of the vaccine boy. and you don't have I to? Do you like In and Out? Born and raised, <laughs> SoCal. Do you like In and Out? And you don't feel it's fair that you have to be, be just because. You have the vaccine that you can only go through the drive How did you now? turn vegan food into that? <laughs> only you, Fred. I love it. Making the program go round, round, baby, right, round. One mic by towel behind the glass. Hello, Michael. To be fair. To be, to we be got fair. Great, we got great guests. It's going to be a good one today. Uh, Brandon, you will be with us up until about 5 o'clock, and then you will vacate the building, and filling your seat will be my very good friend, Sherman Carter. Have you met Coach Carter yet no, with Gladiators? Oh, you were missing out. Uh, I mean, may- maybe – in passing. You have, because he was the offensive line coach for some years. Yeah, and then with in co- passing, probably. With Coach Kent going back to Dallas, 
um, there was an opportunity there, and I love that the Gladiators went in-house. The Gladiators today announced their new schedule, so there's a lot going on with the team. So Coach Carter, uh, Coach Sherm, will be joining us uh, at 5 o'clock, and he will hang out for at or near an hour, and that will be very good radio. Awesome, man. So very excited about that. Brandon, thank you for taking your one day off from television as I see you on KOB every single night of the week. Does Lee even still work? Is it just you? He's working now? today. What's I'm he... not working today. Yeah, he gets one day a week? He had a three-day weekend. He uh, he needed a day on Tuesday. He wasn't feeling great. But he's, he's feeling better now, so he's working today and tomorrow. And then back at it on Friday, New Mexico game day. Is he also is he also a lifelong Atlanta Braves fan since uh, no. uh, 19th have, of October? We have like five A's, either banners or posters. Yeah, or, yeah a- A's gear all, all up in the sports office. He's diehard A's. Bay, he's Bay Area native. There's worse teams to be a fan of. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You got a good color scheme. The A's? Yeah. Oh, I think one of the best. Yeah, it's a good sports. jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah it, I love the colors. Yeah. The logo's great. Yeah, I, I, the, I mean, the green that they wear. When they wear the green jerseys, those are solid. Do you get a chance to watch baseball and stuff right now? Like, like, the, Do you get to watch the World Series? Because you, you seem obsessed with high school football right now. Yeah, I, I got to be honest. I had the World Series on in the office, Yeah, but I was working on our game day feature for this week. We went to Las Lunas. They're for, doing for well. Week's. Nine and zero. Yeah, yeah. The Tigers are, are rolling under Greg Hennington, and they've been on a great run the last three, four years. Back to back state uh, finals appearances before the the COVID season. Um, yeah, they're an awesome team, and they got an awesome story. So that's what I was working on mostly yesterday. I did have the game on, saw the early action, but uh, yeah, Braves one zero. Did you get a chance to catch Brianna Wilson's article on my Rocky Horror Picture Show production going on at the Lobo this Saturday night? Did you get a chance to check that out? I yeah, I, I only coordinated the whole you're thing. The, so. You're literally the best. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for you guys. You guys have been working on that for a while. For it's a, not like it, you guys just put it together quickly. You no. Guys, you guys have been working on that for a minute, and, and it's going to be fun. I'm going to be real vocal with the friend of the show right now. If you're interested in joining us Saturday night at the Rocky Horror Picture Show, rhpsabq.com. And here's the thing. There are less than 25 tickets remaining. That's awesome. We're literally oh, wow. we're going to sell it out, which yeah. is like a crazy concept to me because we're talking about Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. People are dying to watch they live love shows. That. I miss live music. Yeah. I haven't been to a live theater production. Actually, okay, so since I live in Albuquerque, Book of Mormons. Yeah, that at, was good. That was very good. Pope Joy. That was the one was thing I got good. to see. Oh, yeah. so good. The last thing I saw over at Pope Joy was Rent. I saw okay. Rent. I'm sure it was great. No, I saw Sound of Music. Okay. Uh, maybe they were around the same time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I like, and that's I, where Hamilton's going to be when Hamilton comes. Yes, through. which is where we will be. I, I would go. Yes, I would go it, for sure. This is going to come as zero surprise to a friend of this show. I love the theater. Like I'm a big mark. For I was I was in a drama club. You don't in high say. school. You were probably the president. No, no. Briefly, the improv quote unquote group we had. I was president for like three weeks, and then I got. Then I got let go because I wasn't. Show- you weren't improv. Show- you know? I wasn't showing up because it was during lunch on my senior year. You have to eat lunch. I need to eat lunch. And it takes more than a minute. Why are we doing this at lunch, you guys? The yeah. lunch line is too long. So anyway, I- loved loved uh, loved drama class in high school. Always loved the theater, but I've only got to see so many live shows over the years. It's uh, you know, I haven't lived in big enough cities. To have big theater productions, the last. Uh, have 10 you years. seen Cats in your lifetime? No, I haven't. I mean, I've lived in Albuquerque for three years. Book of Mormons was the first, you know, big show I had an opportunity to see. So that was cool. I think I've seen kind of a lot of shows here. Like if it comes to town, and I'm I'm the guy who's like, um, 
Like, I'll call the box office right away, and I'll be like, come on the show. Let's talk about – well, you know, Michael, you've been here for our, the weekend program for a yeah. long time. yep. Yeah, like, talk about – and whenever we do have, like, somebody on, say, if the circus are in, is in town or it's the Nutcracker or if it's, like, something outside the ordinary, like – Whenever we're giving away tickets, like, friend of the show calls immediately. Yeah. Now, the shows we've been talking about, those are big national city-to-city productions. Rocky Horror That's all local, yeah. all Albuquerque, right? Yeah. So Van, Van and I own, like, a production company. And we were like, well, let's put on Rocky Horror. And we found a local director. Right. It's a partnership between a couple people. Got a guy named Chris Losack who runs Astro Zombies Comic Book Store. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, my buddy Mark Ballesteri, who such, such a cool shop by the way. Oh my gosh! If you it's could, a fun place to so go to, bought Julian his first comic. Yeah, uh, not a comic book, but like it was a Spider-Man children's book. If so that was really cool. If Albuquerque was like a dartboard, it would be the bullseye of nerdum. Like that is what yeah. Astro Zombies. Is. Yeah, I geek out there. For yeah, sure. super geeky. And then so anyway, so yeah, he's a part of it, and 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 it's gonna all local talent, like everyone yeah. that's involved in this is is an Albuquerque native or re- Santa Fe, and, and it's reopening the theater, reopening right? the Lobo Theater, yeah. Nice. So the Lobo Theater, which has been open for like eighty something years, going over a huge renovation. I'm talking like a fat number. Like I don't know if the the ownership wants me to like share that, but it's a number that's very high, and it's a cool like 1940s like noir like like chic feel it's super neat so man. 25 tickets left or so yeah thank you 1201 a.m yeah technically halloween morning that's saturday it. night yeah that's awesome come early hang out we're gonna show night of the living dead we're gonna bar will be open we'll have a lot of people there we're gonna laugh and play a lot and everyone will be in costume and if you're in if you're into weird stuff yeah costumes i would i would assume yeah it's like it's like a big halloween uh party in a sense right yeah Co- it's a costume party in a sense. with like extreme like yeah. overtones what's your costume gonna be me well, I'm a producer, so I'm just going to just put on a jacket or whatever. I mean, I'm not. There's still time. You can do better than that. I mean, come on now. <laughs> you can do better. Come on now. Van's going to dress up. I mean, I don't know. You could I mean. be Frankenstein because he's real tall. I have a hard time believing who. Shout out to Van. Yeah. Not feeling good today. Isn't he? Or is he not feeling good about the Astros? Uh, he's which... probably <laughs> getting ready to open up an oat soda and watch those Astros. Well, sober October for your boys. Oh, you're right. Yeah. For, well, a few more days. <laughs> it's got to be. A few more days. She missed out on Oktoberfest beer. Um, I hate it. I hate everything. But and I told you I'm doing no rerun November. So like like next month I'm yeah, only doing new. He stuff. tried to do that to me today, Mike. We we were getting breakfast together. He tried to do that to me. I was like, let's just go to Sunny. What was it called? Sunnyside. Uh huh. Yeah, I live right by it. I was like, let's just go there. He's like, no, nah, doing do we've no. Been, we've been there. What is it? No repeat, no run. What is it? What? No rerun November. I'm only going. To, I'm only. Like, taking- come on, man. Let's just let's make it easy on me, please. <laughs> come on. So we went there. Long it was so short. waffles, so good there. Oh, it's a good breakfast spot. Breakfast and it, breakfast and bacon, eggs, waffle. Let's grab a break right now, and we'll get back. Let's talk about some of the stuff you're working on. Obviously, I do want to talk a little bit about Los Lunas and Greg Hennington because this it's a team that looks like compete with like teams from any state across the entire country. They're something special and fun. They're having a great year. Yeah, so let's talk about that, and then uh, everything else you got going on over at KOB as far as it as it relates to sports here in the community. It's ABQ Central, ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, we're going to talk baseball here in about fifteen minutes. I want to talk to you, Brandon, as you were out of practice yesterday. For the, You talked to, like, every Lobo sport yesterday. I went to cross-country practice at 9 a.m. Then all of the sports were at the coach's presser, volleyball, women's soccer, football. And then <laughs> Coach Franklin was also at the presser, too. Uh, I talked to women's basketball for a bit yesterday. 
and then New Mexico United on a Zoom. Ooh. It was it was like a 14-hour day. It was a busy one yesterday. Last home game for the United this Saturday. Yeah, it's a big one. Saturday, playoffs on the line. Yeah. So if they win, they need a little help. So, okay, today, tonight, I should say, RGVFC plays. Right. Real Monarchs, who United will play on Saturday. Correct. United fans are Real Monarchs fans tonight. Tonight only. Yes, because if Real can beat RGVFC or tie, um, yes, yeah, yes, you're right. If RGVFC draws or loses tonight, then United will be in control of their destiny. Right. All they'll have to do is win. Correct on Saturday. Now RGV plays again on Saturday. Yes, because so that's the thing. Yeah, United has one match left. RGV has two, so they have. Two, they have an extra chance for more points. So, yeah, United fans are rooting for Real tonight because if they can beat them, then, yeah, it, it becomes much simpler for United or draw. And so. then United have to beat Real on Saturday. Yeah. and uh, But, you know, so if RGV loses tonight, then the scenarios expand. They could win and then they're in. Or they could draw, RGV could draw, they're in. Or they could lose and RGV could lose. Right. They're in. But it's just a much simpler situation if they could just win and they're in. That's the one I want for. Right. Cool. Yeah. And if they can win, if, they, if that all works out, they get into the playoffs. All three years as a franchise, they'd get into the playoffs. So it's a big one. Your favorite Lobo, number 22, Aaron Dumas, scored his first rushing touchdown of the season against Wyoming. Did you sit down with him? I did yesterday. Yeah. 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 And, you know, he – Is he level? He's so mature beyond his years. Just, he doesn't carry himself. I've never like met a freshman. Him. Yeah, super serious guy. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't joke around when it comes to talking about football. It's majority of what we talk about with him. He's got his game face on every day of practice, every interview. He takes he, he takes it like a job. He treats it like a job, um, and he's had high expectations on himself from the beginning. Well, like before the beginning, though, right? Because he's like an El Paso guy, correct? Yeah, true freshman, and he came in uh, for spring ball, which yeah. not not is always the case for freshmen. A lot come in the fall, and then they're kind of catching up to everybody in the fall. He takes it so seriously. He came early in the spring along with one of the uh, uh, redshirt quarterbacks they got, um, Bear Malachek. Yeah, got tons of reps in the spring, got ahead of the game for the fall, but, uh, yeah, didn't didn't find the end zone. For the first seven games. And, uh, yeah, it was only a matter of time. Yeah. Because he's getting better every single week. When he when he was in high school down in El Paso, was it a thing where UNM was always, like, the goal for him? Do you know that? Was it, like, this is the big school? Here, here's, that... here's the thing. And yeah. if you ask Coach Gonzalez tomorrow, yeah. which I think you should, he always has great stories about Aaron. He, he will be the first to admit that COVID actually gave the Lobos a leg up on Aaron okay, because they wanted him bad after his junior year, and they were kind of ahead of the curve on that. He was set to have a huge year his senior season. Right. If he would have, then a lot of other schools could have came knocking. That's a good point. So that's what Coach Gonzalez has said several times, that they 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 stole him in, in a lot of ways from from Texas schools. Do you, do you feel – like with because I was talking the other day with uh, I send out you know I broadcast for Highlands so I was talking to some of the coaching staff up there in Highlands about 
like recruiting during COVID. And they were saying it's just like a big social media push the whole time where it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. We're like, you're trying to like constantly like connect with kids through like the different outlets, not just the traditional, like when you and I are growing up, what I'm 36, you're 35, 35. When we were growing up, it was, you'd get a call or maybe a text and it got an email like, yeah. letter. Yeah. Let- letters were a big deal. Correct. <laughs> Back in the day. Like if you got a, and they are to an extent still, but I think that's only one way isn't you can there reach just out. Like one letter now, though, like the acceptance letter. Like, there's no more. Hey, we'd love to hear from you. Letters. I, I, I mean, I think everyone's still doing that. Oh, is it? Are they? Yeah, yeah. But that's just not the the biggest thing you're hooking the kids in with. Right. Yeah. It's it's neat to me to see like athlete, and I don't know about Aaron, for instance, but to see like the evolution of athlete and like the thing that they're interested in, right? Because it's yeah. it's when I was younger kids these days when i was younger um it would be like somebody would show up to scout practice and i was yeah i was only ever so fortunate enough to uh, play at a junior college for 10 seconds but uh we had a kid i played with who went to play football and basketball at the university of illinois which is like a big 10 school and their coaching staff would show up and all of a sudden we all had like u U of i shorts or we all had like and that was how it worked like and but to now to me anyways it feels like now with young athlete that like a coaching staff shows up, chef staff shows up, and they're like, "Hey, um, we can actually just like share your Instagram, big dog. We can get you a lot of followers." Yeah, that's a big that's, that's a, big a big thing. thing. It's a huge thing, especially. I mean, gosh, when you're a New Mexico school recruiting kids in Texas and California, Arizona, all over the country, you know, it's one avenue with that, which is like sitting at your desk in Albuquerque, yeah, reaching out to kids. Now, that's not to say though that. This week, Lobo coaches are not traveling. Uh, recruitment is, is open again, yeah. and they can now go to practices. So that's still, I feel like, the number one thing that is of importance to coaches and to players, too. Like, yeah, it's cool to have a Zoom with, with Nick Saban you know, and, and whatever, but when Nick Saban goes to your house, you yeah. know, that's, that's where he closes the deal. And that's what Danny Gonzalez is. He's an old-school guy. You know, he's like, like a living room guy. Like he adapts. You know, he he's got a great staff, a uh, great recruiting coordinator who uh, who is all about the social media stuff. Yeah. But when it comes to Coach Gons, I mean, he wants to get in those living rooms, and he wants his coaches to be getting in the living rooms and and uh, visiting these recruits all over the country in person. I was talking to Andrew Davison the other day, who's the assistant coach for Highlands Men's uh, Highlands Men's Basketball, and I was talking about that. Like, I was like, hey. When you guys like step foot into like a kid's living room today, like like what? Is, how is the energy different? And it was almost immediately Andrew was saying, "Well, we don't." He's like, he's like, that's not where kids want to conduct business anymore. He's like, he's like, they want to meet at like a third spot if they do want to meet, and they want to first really connect over the social media. And that to me was just so like a telling, you know, because I and I guess even a little bit I feel the same because like how many times you've been to my like Brandon, we have been friends for years. How many times have you? I've been to your doorstep. That was it. You've never been to my house. Yeah, I don't you, know. If when you... you got sick, we brought you uh, food and drinks. By the time when I got sick, Brandon was my personal like grocery shopper. I think we made two runs for you, but uh, but that was all my fiance Becca. Yeah, she, she, she was buying. She all knew the, what to get you. Yeah, she yeah. I, so much zinc. I had so much zinc and soup. Yeah, yeah. But it was. Uh, I mean, that's the thing, right? Where it's like people they don't necessarily want that interaction the way. Like, if you're gonna meet with Nick Saban, you don't want to do it in your living room. You want to do it out where people can see you meeting with Nick Saban. It's interesting. It's just incredible to me. Yeah. It's insanely incredible. Uh, but you're following a lot of other high school sports, obviously. So, law students we were talking about briefly. Is that a team that you feel like 
they don't have opposition in the state, right? Like, no, of course they do. You do? No, of course they Ooh. do. Ooh. Well, for, first of all, you have to start in the southeast. Yeah. At, in that classification, Roswell's the defending state champion, and, and they're good again. Artesia, with Jeremy Maupin now as their head coach, an, an alum who came from Las Lunas, took the Tigers to back-to-back state championships, both runner-up. Uh, you have to take them serious. Goddard is always good out there. Just just in that area alone is serious. Farmington is serious this year. They're undefeated. So, yeah, I mean, Las Lunas, I think they're the favorite, but it's not like, you know, no one else is right behind them. There, there's there's several teams right behind them. But, yeah, the Tigers are a great story. There are New Mexico game day special guests on Friday night at 1030 on KOB. Yeah, talk to Greg Hennington, their head coach, their quarterback, Paul Searmans, and their defensive lineman, Marlon Cruz, who wants to be a firefighter after high school. Oh, so that's part of the story, okay. too. So, yeah. Where do you find that inspiration? So I had no idea what I wanted to be when I was a kid. Dude, I was lucky. Yeah. I was 16, <laughs> that's when and you I was already it. holding microphones, shooting cameras with uh, at, at sporting events nonstop. I was, you know, the rare kid. In high school, that I already knew it. And you were just watching like Tom Brokaw's cadence and just getting it. No, down. I was listening to Chick Hearn on okay. the Lakers yeah. basketball broadcast and Vin Scully and R.I.P. the Dodgers. Uh, to Chick, yeah, R.I.P. Um, yeah, I mean, I was spoiled with the best broadcasters in the country in Los Angeles. So well, they, they were a big, they were a big deal to Se- me. Second yeah. best, first. I mean, it's. <laughs> Obviously, Joe Buck situation is always number one. His father, Jack Buck, number two. Everyone else after that. Ben Scully. That's it. Joe Buck last night and the homie John Smoltz for the Atlanta Braves, and we'll go into that after the break. It's ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Two balls and no strikes on Jorge. The pitch on the way. Hit well. Deep left. That's going back. That ball is gone. one nothing Braves. And Jorge. And loose, and that's how you start a World Series. 1-0 pitch, hit in the air to deep left field, spinning around out and left is Bradley, and that one disappears. A two-run home run for Duvall, and it's five-nothing Atlanta here at the top of the third. Thank you to the Atlanta Braves Radio Network, Michael. Who called that home run an hour before it happened? That was you. You did. Yes, I did. I was here to witness it. Solar? Yes, I called it. I said, if you're listening, I said. Good afternoon, Albuquerque. It's exactly 4.01 p.m. Go down to the sports book and put $100 in Solar, cracking a dinger yeah, he did. to lead what, the game off. What do you off. think that would have paid? It was 400 to 1. Oh, wow. Oh. It's weird that Solar got the, the leadoff. I thought it would be Rosario. That's, well, that's whenever I called it because I was like, Solar is going to prove a point here. Because he, he didn't go up there with a bat. He went up there with an exclamation point. Wait. So is that forty grand? Yes. My, I'm say, That's yeah. forty grand. You would have won on a hundred dollar bet. And I called it. I called it to all the friends I'm about, of the show. I'm about to cry right now. Yeah. <laughs> he was going nuts here in the studio. It's like I because I had no doubt and I couldn't do anything about it. I was stuck here. What I should have done is paid someone to go do it. The one time I don't listen to that to the beginning of the show. Yes. And I was, you give out some gold. Yeah. When you know Ryan Tamari pretty well, like let's let's call a spade a spade here. He's a gambling addicted fiend. Okay. So yeah, so I was like, listen, you you degenerate. Yes. This is where your money should be. And he was like, Well, I took the Dodgers. <laughs> I'm like, they're not even in it. Like, who are you betting with? 
Was it hard yeah. for you to get out of bed? After? Do- Here, here's the thing. Dodger fans want the Braves to win so bad because they if hate the, the Braves Ast- win, well, of course they hate the Astros. Dodger fans don't like the Astros. But on top of that, if the Braves win, then the last four World Series champions will, would have knocked out the Dodgers. They lost to the Nationals. It's very Buffalo yeah, Bills. That's right. And then the Red Sox and Astros before that. And then they won last year. So they've either won the title or have lost to the World Series champs five years in a row if the Braves win. Is it crazy to you as a sports broadcaster just how amazing Joe Buck is at every single moment of everything? He's okay. What are, why are you saying that? He's okay. <laughs> he's okay. He's, they he's put good. him with that. He's good. They put him I don't with, think he's great. I think he's good. I think he's, he's great. the greatest of all time. I know. When you're from St. Louis, so. There you go. When he was in the booth last night with that hack, that hometowner, that that brave elitist John Smoltz, <laughs> who was bringing nothing to the broadcast whatsoever except for dead weight that Joe Buck had to carry, I didn't have a problem with watching the game. <laughs> How long was the game, Michael? Four hours and twenty three minutes. Yeah, that's it. Stretched out a bit at the end, even for a nine inning game. It's well, the out first a bit. ending is where a lot of the drama and fireworks, and after that, nothing really. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking up the game. I'm looking it up right now. Do you have a bold prediction today for game two? Yes. What do you got? Go over four hours. <laughs> Freddie Freeman. We're looking at Freddie Freeman right now on, hey, the, on the telly. You got well, a Freddie well, Freeman prediction? I do. I predict we're only going to see him in a Braves uniform three more games, and he's going to sign a fat contract Ooh. with the New York Yankees, and him and the Ooh. shortstop from the Astros, Carlos Correa, are both going to be in that starting lineup for that pinstripe wow. team. Wow. Is, my... is that a hot take, though? That sounds like pretty – Logical. That's exactly what I would do. Okay. I don't think he's going anywhere. You want hot takes? You want me to call it on the third pitch again that Jorge Soler hits a dinger to lead off the game against Valdez, who is throwing BBs? Wait, are you calling it again right now? Do you want me to call it again? No. I, I want you to, like, be real to yourself. Don't just <laughs> don't, don't make me force you to, to say it. Hey, you know what I couldn't have called? Uncle Charlie Morton breaking his freaking leg out there and then continuing to pitch three outs. A big loss. That ball hit him right in the shin, and he kept pitching. He pitched three more outs. Yeah, and it was like a a strikeout pitch Yeah, that got him. After, yeah, he struck out Altuve, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Who, by the way, if you didn't see Altuve strike out the first time, you could watch him strike out again and then one more time after that because he went 0 for 4 Zs, 0 for 5 Zs, with three yeah. three Ks, short fly out, and he, soft he, grounder. He had an off night. Albuquerque native Alex Bregman had an off night going 0 for 4. You know Albuquerque's watching the World Series just because of him alone. You got to watch yeah. the hometown boy. I, t- I do have a prediction for tonight. It's going to be tighter, but you're still going to see the bottom of the ninth. Because this Braves team is going to take – give me like a 5-3 kind of thing. Like I've seen Atlanta – like continuing to roll because, and I've said this before, they're too young and they're too dumb and they don't see how bright the lights are. They don't get that this is the biggest deal yet. Because who on that team has been there? Nobody. Nobody. Charlie Morton, but now he's hurt. Yeah. And it, but Uncle, even Uncle Charlie Morton was like, guys, I can still do it on a broken freaking leg. Is it a hot take if I say, or a hot predic- prediction if I say Alex Bregman homers tonight? Yeah. After going over four? Because I think he's figured out. Because I think this Braves team... He's such a hot and cold dude. Like, when he's on, he is the best in the game at his position. I know a little bit about baseball. I don't know a lot. And I think that's a lie. I probably know more than most. Yeah. But, but yeah, he, he can be inconsistent. And getting off to a bad start in game one 
He has. You, you got to bounce back tonight. He has more life after he makes an adjustment. Like after he makes an adjustment. Yeah, at the he's plate, a great adjuster. That's what sure. I'm saying. Yeah. Then he can go on a run, but he gets figured out. He's a guy who like can do it when he's like his head is in it correctly. Friend of the show, Tommy has reached out. Tommy, welcome to the program. What's up, Tommy. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, Tommy, the truth at you guys. I heard what you said about Freeman coming to the Yankees and being a Yankee fan. That would be nice. But I would rather keep Rizzo. And not to say we can't afford Freeman, but we haven't won a World Series in over 10 years. And I've always said Yankees don't rebuild, they reload. But lately it doesn't matter what you reload reload with if you don't have the right bullets, if you know what I mean. Rizzo, you spend all the money you want doesn't mean you're going to win. Rizzo's going to be it the doesn't. backup plan. So they're not going to offer a contract to Rizzo until after Freddie Freeman says yes or no. I well. We'll see, how, we'll see how that goes. But like I said, either player is great, but I really like Rizzo. I think he fits well with the with the Yankees and, and their lineup. That guy last night breaking his <laughs> – I haven't seen anything that gutsy since the bloody sock of Kurt Schilling when his ankle was basically falling apart in his sock when he pitched in the playoffs years ago in the 2000s. I remember that. And he barely made it through it. But oh, he made it through. It but his ankle, you could yeah. see it was like – it was bleeding. Conspiracy, that Conspiracy me says that it was a Crayola marker. <laughs> Oh my God! No, you know what I heard? He spray painted it. That's what it was. Spray painted it. A little, little lipstick is what it was down there. That's how I. Permanent marker. Yeah, it had to have been. I think tonight. Um, normally, I would say going down two zero, it's not impossible to come back from. But it gets these guys the way they're playing, the momentum, yeah. they're gutsy, stealing bases, doing all that stuff, hitting home runs. Even though they lost that pitcher for the rest of the series. I don't think you go down 0-2. Houston, it's a must-win tonight. They have to win this game. If they go down 0-2, here's the thing. There's just not enough home games left for them. Like, that's the bottom yeah. line. Like, if, if Atlanta takes two on the road, that's mathematically speaking, it cannot be done. This Atlanta team this Atlanta team full of losers does not suck. Well, you got to take two or three. They're not, in, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, not lose, they're not losers anymore. Shoot, <laughs> and well, how is Van doing? Have you talked to Van? How well, do you feel? I mean, his phone is off. He's not answering the door. I imagine oh he texted me back today. Did he? Did yeah? yeah did he text you a wrong number? Uh, the this carrier is no longer receiving text messages. There's one lone rain cloud <laughs> in Albuquerque. Man, it's, it's man, right if there. you're listening, you can't go off the deep end unless they go down 0-2. If they go, <laughs> they went tonight. Then you're okay. It's tied. Don't go off the deep end yet, man. Yeah, we all love you and need you. This, I mean, you sound like Donald Trump on January 6th. Like he, <laughs> like Van is. Don't he, go off. Man, it's okay. Just win tonight, baby. You got to win tonight, though. Speaking of, we have a, thank you, Tommy. Tommy's a good friend of good the show. Good call. I like that call. You said you had some sound bags, Vital. You had uh, someone from Dusty Baker talking about how his boys are losers. Missed opportunities is another way of saying we're a bunch of losers. In that first inning, we had bases loaded. Um, you know, um, Albies made a great play because – that ball gets through. It's two to two. The runners on the corner, and who knows, you know what what would have happened. But you know, I was an example of defense. You know, saving the day for them early. Saving the day. Okay. Okay. That's that's such an excuse. That's a good pitch. Like Charlie Morton, who, by the way, is very freaking good. And then, so the Brian Snicker, you have that one too. So a whole different energy here. By the way, you won. I mean, there should be a different energy. They're going to keep fighting. They're going to keep battling. We've been through this many times this year, losing key components to our club. 
I mean, really key components. And um, we're going to continue to – it's not going to be an excuse or anything else. We're going to go out and continue to try and win games. Oh, crazy. Talk about your own team, huh? Not, not – well, I mean, when you get to the postseason, you have a short rotation anyhow, so it's going to go bullpen. They're not going to really miss him. Well, I, well, they won't miss him because they're only going to have to play four games. Because <laughs> loser Dusty Baker is like, the other, the other team. <laughs> How about you talking about your boys? How about you talking about Jose Altuve going goose egg from the plate? and yeah. Literally everyone except for Correa. Literally everyone, right? Michael Brantley, I think, had two hits. They tried to make a run in the eighth, but that died out quickly. I, I thought the bullpen of Atlanta was pretty good. Six and six and two thirds is that what they went? Yeah, and then you had a couple of good defensive plays. Albies in the first, and then you had the Rosario's throw to second in the eighth. You say good plays, I say routine. Another good big thing for me: Braves get off to really strong start. Yes, they like. Do. When is the last time they didn't score in the first inning? Just... I feel like they have a really long streak right now of scoring, first inning, getting that early momentum. Now the Astros to me are one of the more dangerous teams offensively like early leads don't usually matter to them they can they can strike back but boy the Braves pitching is looking real good so you you want to you want to get off to a fast start tonight if you're the Astros more baseball talk when we get back and I think Brandon is going to admit he's the president of the Kyle Tucker fan club so there's that ABQ Central 95.9 FM and AM 610 the sports animal back live on the program wrapping it up with Brandon Ortega so we can ship him out and bring Coach Carter in from the Duke City Gladiators. That's going to be a lot of fun because Coach Sherm, he cut it up. He's funny, so we're going to laugh with him. Finish up our World Series talk. I'm going to make you pick, okay, Brandon? I'm going to make you pick. Who's going to win? Yes. Astros. There's no way. Yes, there is. Why do you always pick the because wrong the, pick? The offense is going to wake up tonight. No, they will not. Houston Astros fans don't even care about the World Series anymore. They they win so many of them. They're like this is this is passing. This is- you mean they've been to so many? Yes. Yeah, because they haven't won so many. They've only won one of well, them. Well, it's still so far. one more. I think the Astros even it up. You, you have no prediction. clue. You literally did you watch the game? Don't last night? ask for my prediction and then say I have no clue. Well, if you're giving the wrong answer, Alex Trebek's not going to give you points for the wrong answer. Look, just because you predicted one guy would hit a homer, okay, doesn't make you the baseball. I predicted the game, the game was over after "quote unquote" Dusty Baker said they, they really saved the day there with that play. Stupid. Astros win tonight. They're major league baseball, and then the Braves win the next three. <laughs> <laughs> Big four one sweep. Bregman hits a homer. I'm calling that. Van and I got game six tickets in Houston. Yeah, so that that would be on the second. And do knowing, they, do they get that far? That's what I'm saying. Knowing our luck, we're not even going to have to go to Houston. Like it'll be over. Yeah, that Astros team is battle tested. I see him coming back and winning tonight, Brandon. See, you're both you both I mean, are, you're outnumbered here, bud. Well, that's okay because you can both be wrong. You could uh, be wrong too. This is the one thing. There are two things I'm never wrong on: Major League Baseball and WWE. Didn't you say the Cardinals were going to beat the Dodgers? Yes, in the wild card. By the and way, what happened? And what happened? <laughs> I know I owe you one because I lost a bet. So can yeah, we, we still haven't done that. Can we set busy. that up? Can we can we please put that in stone this week? This well, this week's not good. I got Rocky Horror this well, weekend, but next week it's it's after the show. Next week's after the show. I'm off on Tuesday. We probably try next to Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. The if I'm not in Houston at Game Six, next Tuesday is that is that on Tuesday? Yes. Oh, well, we'll see. So that's when we're gonna help. We're not helping the YMCA. Who are we helping? Student athlete headquarters. Okay. 
off a coal. And what am I doing? I'll set that up with Charlotte. I'm like dusting high shelves or something. I'm going to tell her we got a tall volunteer. Yeah. Give us tall activities to do. Uh, do that you, I can watch you do. Do you have any lights in the gymnasium that need changed, my Maybe. damn? Maybe. I'll, I'm going to hit her up tonight. <laughs> Stupid Dodgers. Stupid beating my St. Louis Cardinals. And then for some reason beating the base team in baseball and then going on to lose to these did losers I send, in did Atlanta. Did I send you the, picture, uh, the video of your reaction to Chris Taylor's homer? Why do you have no, that No, we video? would love to see Why that. Why does that exist? Like, so good. So good. Well, I ha- And I had a video of uh, when Pujols was up to bat. and uh, But he didn't, you know, he didn't homer in that. But That would have been poetic. You were so freaked out. It was so good. Yeah, well, also, I was worried about my carpal tunnel because my knuckles hurt so bad from making a fist yeah. from watching it. Yeah. So you got the – I'm going to make sure I get this right. You got the Astros losing tonight because they're losers. <laughs> I got the Astros winning. Okay. Mike's got the Astros winning. You got I the do Astros not. losing. Yeah, I got the Braves. Not That's just, the easy pick. Of, the, cor- of the course, you say the, Bra- the Braves are playing great, obviously, but I think the Astros bounce back. They, might not, they might not get a hit. Should we make a bet on this one, too? Yeah, you always lose on bets. All right, double or we nothing. We just said you lost on the last bet we I'm, made. I would not nothing helping like a charitable organization. Let's just go uh, lunch tomorrow. That's your your obsession with lunch is too much for me. <laughs> lunch tomorrow, and I get to pick. Yeah, because you'll pick one of the three places we always go. Because you, you know why? Because you're afraid of no rerun November. We will not go to the same place we went today. Do you want to go to the Acre and have a little have a little vegan? I will There's pick that it. vegan again. I Brandon. will pick it, and it will not be vegan. Yeah, there you go. I got tonight, not even close. <laughs> the Atlanta Braves beaten up on the road at Houston. It's gonna be, it's gonna be like a funeral in there. It's gonna be so quiet. It's gonna be like, yeah, it's gonna be like the Masters. Jim Nance is going to jump Nance, in the boot yep. and kick Joe Buck out? Well, I mean, Joe Buck is obviously a mainstay. He'll be there forever. And if he wanted to be number one in golf, he would because he's number one at everything. He's so bad at golf. That's something he's not good at. God, you're so wrong about so, so many things. Oh, my God. How can you professionally call yourself God, he's sports so analyst? Golf. He's the Fox guy, though. Any when final, Fox gets an event, he's going to go. Any final words before we send you on your way and welcome to uh, A lot of Lo- Lobo stuff this week. Lobo cross country, number one team in the nation. Hosting the Mountain West Championships on Friday, UNM North North Golf Course, 10 a.m. Check that out. Tune into that. Duke City Gladiator Talk when we get back. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. It's 5 o'clock. You're out of the office. You're in the car. Welcome to the program. Big thank you to Star of TV and Radio KOB's very own Brandon Ortega joined us in the first hour because Van's not here. We, we know why. Yeah. He got the World Series hangover. His Astros lose, and he loses all hope in life. <laughs> Joining us on the program. This one's fun for me because this is the first time. Thank you, cause you, we've, been, we've been friends in real life for some time, but now you're a friend of the show. Coach Sherman Carter, head coach of the Duke City Gladiators, joining us. Coach, welcome to the program. Well, thank you for having me, guys. What well, do you want to go by here? You want to go by Coach? You want to uh, go by Coach Sherman? Yeah. Sherman? yeah, you can call yeah. me Sherman. Coach Carter? Yeah, Coach, Coach Carter. Like you, you, you tell me. Coach Carter's good. There we I like go. the way it's ah. you know? They made a move after me. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Coach Carter joining us on the program. 
man, this is an exciting time for the Gladiators, right? It is, man. There was like three or four things up in the air from my perspective. I'll talk about number one first, the venue. Yes. Because I love the event center. I'm the biggest event center guy in town. But you guys had historically been at Tingley. We have. So you just did the schedule release, and you're going to be where? We are going to be in the Rio Rancho Event that's, Center. Oh, that's how it should be. 2022. That's how it should be. Yeah. And it's going to be great. I mean, the venue itself, they, they take care of us. You know, they provide everything we need. They they bend over backwards for us. And, I mean, we love Tingley. You know, we won our two championships there. Right. Rio Rancho is where it's at for 2022, guys. So, all right, the schedule's out. Mm-hmm. So how many games? So we have... 19. 19 games. We, okay. And we do have our two bye weeks. Actually, week one will be a bye week for us as well. Um, but we open up the season on the road at the Arizona Rattlers. Okay. And that one well, fitting, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm in here's so I tr- I'm in sports talk radio. I'm like a local, I'm whatever. Hey, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be real honest. I'm going to this one. Yeah. Cause like, I wasn't, I got goosebumps even talking to you right now. I didn't go to the last one and I feel like I missed a party. Man. It's a show every time. Yeah, no matter where it's at, here or there, it's it's a battle, and we're gonna come out on top. This so, year. and the reason you're in today is because of the schedule announcement. So, the schedule comes out today for the whole league. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So, as it comes out today, what does it take to put together a schedule? Like oh, at man. the, it, it's the worst. It right? is. It is. You 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 put in. You submit a rough draft, one of probably thirty, like a wish list, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, and uh, then you every day you get a new schedule. Well, there's days not available. Here's a new. Who's here's your new team? Uh, yeah. So it's like you you wait. You're like I ah, wait till week till they send out about the twentieth one, and then you're like, okay, this is more like set. I do love the hey, we're gonna have three chances to beat up on the Rattlers. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Yeah. So uh, starting on the road in Arizona, that's gonna be something. Mm-hmm. Then your home opener, yep. March twenty sixth. March twenty sixth, we have the Frisco Fighters. Okay. Man. And the crazy thing is we have four back-to-back home games starting there. So get your money's worth. Yes, yes. So Hey, so don't wait till week three to buy season tickets because exactly. you're missing out. Exactly. And I mean, it's going to start fast. I mean, even with Frisco, they're, they're all playoff teams. Rattlers, us, we're, we got talent. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy. Coach, you were coaching the offensive line last season. Mm-hmm. Recently promoted to head coach of the team as Coach Kent uh, back to Dallas, I, I assume. Yes. So as you took that promotion and this new opportunity, you're doing what? You're bringing back all the guys. You're finding all new blood, same as usual, or or brand new. Like paint the picture for Gladiator fans. So Gladiator fans, you know we have our franchise guys. We can consider both Delos. Uh, Delo Davis, he's coming back. He's already signed. He's very good. Very good receiver. I mean, you can't yeah. beat it. And then you got Nate throwing to him. So we got Nate Davis coming back as well. Uh, mastermind as far as offensively and passes and with his touch and everything else. I mean, how can you get better? And, and you and both of the Davis boys, you live here. We do. So well, you, you Nate like Davis. Nate Davis lives here. Yeah. Uh, Dello still lives uh, back where he's from. But okay. he come, he'll be back before the season he, even starts. He's from a small town called St. Louis, Missouri. Here's oh, the yeah. thing. That's where I'm from. <laughs> so we got that connection like that. Good old Dello. So, yeah, he he's missed right now. Okay. You know, so. So, all right, so you're bringing back your main playmakers. You're bringing back most of the offense. Right. Um, but you got – eventually there will be, like, a tryouts. There will be a walk-ons. There will be – how does that work at this level? So, right now we got film coming in left and right. People yeah. want to join the organization. They know what we bring to the table. Where do people submit that? So, uh, you can also send it to our Duke City Gladiator. You check on our website. Send it to us there. Yeah. We have our emails up. Uh, you can send it to Coach Carter at DukeCityGladiators.com. Love that. And I'll reach back out to you as soon as I can. Um we're getting film every day. And that's that's everyone from long snappers to kickers to defensive playmakers to uh, Yeah. You yeah. Know, we'll take it all. We give everybody a fair chance, you know. I love you that. Just, 
everybody deserves a shot, and that's what we're here for. You know what? You know what job I'm shooting for? What do you got? Vernon Coons's job. Oh, I could do it, gosh, I... coach. I could do it. Hey, you never know. I... Never say never. That's what we, we... we like, Vernon. He's yeah, like... I love Vernon. Here's what we need: we need that little salt to his pepper. Yeah, and we do just like a little good guy, bad guy. Out there candy, I like it. That's the play. Hey, I'm gonna call him up about it. Are you free on Saturday? Uh, I will be. <laughs> I'm all, I'm free for opportunity. There we go. I love it. Duke City Gladiators announcing their homes, or excuse me, their schedule. They're playing their home games at the Rio Rancho Event Center, outstanding venue. If you have not been to the event center, mm-hmm. make the trip. I'm telling you. And you have you have parking ride? We do have parking. Stop. Ride, so listen up, guys. If you can't make that drive, if that drive is just too much for you, just know we do parking ride at the Coronado Mall. We're gonna park there, drive you guys over to the game, and drive you back. So. The drive is not going to be the issue anymore. It's going to be you mentally saying, I want to go to this game. Yeah. I want to see the Davis brothers, Coach Carter, everybody on the Gladiator organization, see what they can bring to the well, team. And it's not just that. It's the place to be around town, right? Because um, how fortunate I am that you guys have allowed me and, well, in Van, obviously when Van's here, allowed us to go out and, and kind of like like see from a cool perspective and get access to the players. And yeah. we shot like a fun little segment with uh, uh, Tim Keller uh, yeah. last year. And, you know, just it's a fun community-based, obviously top-tier professional athlete level like football program and it's 20 minutes from where you live right like it's incredible to me mm-hmm. uh what's the affordability for a family to get in you want to oh. go out on a night is it is it gonna how's it is it spare chains is it gonna hit the pocketbook how's it no, work it's not gonna hurt your pocket at all yeah. i mean i think uh for a family of four maybe 50 dollars something like that yeah to get in and it's i mean the atmosphere itself balls goes into the stands it's yours that's your ball you, you don't have to give it back and uh players come over the wall all the time so just be prepared to catch a player, you know, get a little sweaty, but uh, it's awesome. How many seasons have you been with the Gladiators? Uh, this is my fourth season. Fourth, right? Fourth and, season. and the previous three, all offensive line stuff. Correct. No offensive coordinating, just offensive line. Offensive line. I okay. Was, I was a player for two years, won two championships, and then I went offensive line coach last year. So whenever uh, Gina Thomas, the owner, whenever she says, hey, I'm looking for a new head coach, mm-hmm. she comes to you or you go to her and think you might have the shot? She came to me, actually. Yeah. She she knows the players respect me. Uh, yeah. I respect the players. I treat them like, you know, human beings. But I ask for them in return yeah. to be coachable, be accessible, and to listen. And, and, you know, together we all achieve the same goal. You know what's funny about you saying that human beings thing is I've heard that a lot from a lot of coaches. I've been in this game a long time. Yeah. I've interviewed hundreds of coaches. And that's just like a standard idea. Yeah. Is there an acceptability level that I'm just not aware of where people don't treat people like human beings? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. You, you just don't understand. There's been coaches. I mean, you have coaches throughout your life that yeah. you're like, Oh, he doesn't understand, you know. And you've had that firsthand experience. Oh, I've had that firsthand. So. Tennessee State. Tennessee State. No, no, not so much. The NFL though. NFL. Yeah. yeah, definitely. They treat you like. So where where were you at? You were in New York. No, I was with the 49ers and yeah. Detroit Lions. Oh, the Detroit. Okay. Yeah. So when you were with the Niners, yeah. you weren't there the same time as Nate. No. Okay. Nate was before me. Okay. So when you were with the 49ers, there you were just you were just a jersey number. No one exactly. cared. Exactly. Oh man, yeah. that breaks my heart. It's tough. It's tough, man. But you you live and you learn. You know, you learn the business. It's all about who you know, unfortunately. How old were you at that time? I was 22. I Shoot, that's how old your players are now. Isn't yeah, that crazy? Exactly. It's crazy, man. And what, all right, so when you connect them with the – do you call them young blood? I don't know what other words to use. Uh, rookies. Okay. Young guys, you know. So when you're connecting with these rookies, these young guys, and you're like, you're like hey, guys, like, I got – look at these rings. Like, I'm, Do you show them the rings? Is it that kind of thing? And they're like, they're like okay, coach, I'm in. Yeah. It's, yeah? It's, it's all about them respecting you. You know, it's all about what you bring to the table and – and you bring, I bring that history of, you know, winning championships and 
being at that level that they're trying to get to. Right. And so they, they listen. So we were talking earlier, I was talking with uh, Brandon Ortega when he was on the first hour, and we were talking about UNM and how they recruit and go out and get guys, digital media agents, social media, and blah, blah, blah. At your level here with uh, Arena Football, is there a lot of recruiting aspect? Are guys referred to you and you have to like literally like go to their community and go to their homes and find them, or is it everyone comes to you? They, they all pretty much come to us. Yeah. Uh, so the agents will reach out. Uh, we use Matt Avila a lot. Uh, Good dude. Course. Yeah, great guy. I mean, if you don't know Matt, you need to get to know Matt. Um, good guy. He uh, can't miss him. Yeah, exactly. No, he's <laughs> suit and tie. If he's not in a suit and tie, <laughs> something's wrong. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> we, I'm telling you, that's like a lot of people recently have been like, Fred, what are you going for? It's Halloween. I'm like, Matt, Matt Avila. Yeah, like that's what know. I'm. You'll see. You'll know. Throw the swoop on the hair. You know, you're good. I, hey, what you uh, what you really need is the theme night. Like mm-hmm. not a bobblehead though. Like just put your best suit on. Yeah. Like just celebrate them and oh, pe- like people will embrace it. I, uh, yeah, I agree. Hundred percent. So so, uh, so you're using just one standard agent for the team, or guys come represented a lot? The, a lot of them come represented a lot. Yeah. And then they send your college film, and we kind of reach out to them. So we, we break down a lot of their film, you know, what they send us. And if if they have it, we, we contact them. So. so from a traditional, like uh, like an 11-on-11 football outdoor that everyone's seen their whole life, how is arena football scoutable from that game? Are there certain things you look for? Are there certain skill sets? Are football players football players, regardless if there's a crash cushion on the side? No, no, it's different because that yeah. wall is undefeated. If you if you haven't yeah. played arena ball, you, it's you an extra defender. Exactly. So that wall is undefeated. And uh, no, if you got good hips, quick feet, it's kind of the things we look for. Yeah. You know, for, All the stuff that would eliminate me. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, no. Nah, so. This guy. <laughs> Your height will get you in, bro. And that was one. I got one championship in my life, Michael. I got one. It's an intramural flag football championship when I was at Washington State. Oh, I man. still got the T-shirt. <laughs> I got it's hanging up, sleeves cut off because I thought I was bad at the time. And no it's, walls, oh, yeah, man. no walls. It's your gym shirt now. That, oh, you don't like you don't even know. Hey, and when I wear it out, I'm expecting to like get the smoke from people. Yeah, I'm like I'm like bring it to me, and they're like they, no one cares about your what says Pac-10 at this point because I'm so old. No one cares about your Pac-10 intramural championship t-shirt sponsored by uh champion oh, like man. well yes at the end I, of the day, you're a champion yeah that's yeah. what i'm saying you take yeah wsu creamery <laughs> you know we got this don't let this food science degree fool you oh my gosh coach sherman carter joining us from the duke city gladiators big announcement their schedule today where is that available at for a friend of the show that wants to see it we are going to have it on our website here soon i believe okay. we should have it posted as well as uh facebook it's on the social media it is on our social media and the facebook is facebook.com slash duke city gladiators obviously you can see everything there but literally google it google duke city gladiators it's going to show up on the twitter and the instagram and i assume you guys tiktok i don't really know how that world works or the ifl if you go to our ifl website yeah ifl.com it'll be on there as well for about five minutes i hated the ifl last year <laughs> there was like five hard minutes yeah where i was like i, I yeah i no hate kidding. the ifl like you, you're full like the whole thing's a fix mm-hmm. but like low-key i love the ifl mm-hmm. let's grab a break coach sherman carter when we get back we're gonna talk more football we're gonna talk more gladiators uh we're just gonna laugh a little bit because well i mean that's what the boys do it's abq central on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal back at it head coach sherman carter of the duke city gladiators who came in in the freshest Under Armour polo I ever seen of all time for the Duke City Gladiators? Not even offering me one. Whatever, I don't care. I'll work on it, bro. Well, no, it's cool. It. I mean, whatever. I know Sebastian Noel probably got one, so that's whatever. You know, he probably did. Just rank them out. Like, yeah, I guess Sebastian number one to Duke City, and then I'm obviously not even on the list. Oh so. man, Van Tate got one. You're, Is that a thing? Van Tate got one. I'm not sure. I, I know Simbietta got one. <laughs> you, you know how Gina is. She's very generous mm-hmm. when it comes to 
the gladiator group. I'm just saying, I, I show up to the press conferences. I'll just, I'm trying to have you on the show all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll keep you in mind. I no, got no, you. No, it's fine. It's just, I just like super fresh. Oh, yeah, Excel? I mean, I mean, large, tall, whatever. Okay. I, don't, I mean, you do you. <laughs> you are only going to hang out with us for one more seven because you're going to you're gonna scoot over to Albertsons. You're doing Coats for Kids today. Coats for Kids, guys. Yeah. If you haven't donated, go donate at your local Albertsons, um, Albuquerque location. We're getting these kids, uh, Coats for the Kids, uh, all over the state of New Mexico. They're in need. Um, so if you have it, if you're able to, go get a coat. Take it to your local Albertsons. There's a big uh, brown box. Uh, you can throw your... Uh, um, coats in for the kids, man. Do it for the kids. Love that. Is it only brand new? Is it slightly used, or what um, are the details? So from what I've seen, it's been brand new jackets. Yeah, yeah. So if you go over to Smith's or uh, Sam's Club, there's jackets all over there. Burlington's, you know, the local stores. Uh, just do it. You know, know you're doing it for someone that can't do for themselves. All right. From the texter, the VIP text line, and I'm I'm not a guy who drops names. So I'm just going to drop names right now. Sebastian Noel said he got at least four polos. So he's got so many polos that he forgot the count of number of polos he oh, got. Man. So I'm just telling you, that's the world of unfairness that I currently live in. I'm like, and you know, Mike Vitale, he likes to wear three X's so yeah. he can swim in them. But I'm just drowning in disappointment. <laughs> so I just want the gladiators to know where I stand on that. We'll make it happen for Stop. you. Stop. Don't even, don't even care no more. Hold me to it. I'm already over it. <laughs> Duke City Gladiators announced their new schedule today. You can check that out on all their social media. Their games start in March. Uh, obviously, you guys are present all year round, though. Correct. So you have the community acting, st- or excuse me, the community-based stuff. Obviously, tonight at Albertsons, Coats for Kids, you'll have programs throughout all of the winter. And the best way to always obviously be aware of that is connect with your guys' social media. Correct. Cool. Yeah. Uh, also, big exciting announcement because uh, there was some, uh, what, what word do you use? Hubbub? There was some talk about going back to Tingley. Yeah. But no. Nope. Rio Rancho Event Center. Rio Rancho Event Center this year, guys. And you could so you this is your first head coaching job. First head coaching job, yeah. Ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. So at the top level. I mean, if you consider you didn't even coaching ease your, in. your 14 year old kid, I I, I do coach there. So. I consider that. Baseball coach, basketball coach. I've been around, you know. Yeah. But football, this is it. First time. So all right, we're here's a question. Are you still teaching fundamentals to these kids, like these young adults, or is it like, is it schemes, is it approaches, or are you, are you teaching block down? Uh, you you get about the first week of you being on property. Yes, yeah. you get a first week of here's how you do it. After that, you got to know it. Yeah, you, or you got to go. It's, it's it. Make and you guys, ca- you carry some players on that roster. We do. Like, because what's an active roster? Active roster is twenty one. Okay, and but like guys that are available to you is what? Uh, I think we can keep. 25. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then there's often guys that surround the program that right. may be available at the time. We, yeah, we might have a few IR guys yeah. that, you know, once they get off of that, they can come back. And so we're excited. We have a – I'm excited for our linebacker coming back, Serta. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. So. What's Why is the buzz so big on that? Oh, because he uh, – right before the first game, he ended up injuring his Achilles. Oh, his, oh, his, oh, that's the one that, that makes me forever. feel – Oh, man. So – He's he's out running and doing everything he needs to get back, and he's so excited. And you know, he was our CIF when we were in the yeah. CIF. He was a guy, you know. Nobody, everybody knew about Serta, so I, we can't wait to see him in the IFL okay. and what he can bring to the table. And we live in the future, like medicine wise too. Oh yeah, because exactly. it's the, like there was a time you do that Achilles. Mm-hmm. Well, you are, you're actually done. Yeah, yeah, right. but not no more. Did he get that fixed here in town, or did he, he go did. out? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So that's the thing that's crazy, mate. Too is how. They're like they're used for a long time only be like two options. You had to go to Texas or you had to go to Alabama. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're going to get stuff fixed. And now you can get it fixed anywhere. Yep. So cool. So obviously a lot of fun surrounding your program, a lot of excitement. Uh, you were talking about bringing back the whole squad. Uh, obviously you spent the last 
three years of your career with the Gladiators focused on the offensive side. Mm-hmm. What is that like for you to transition over to working with the defensive side like as well? What is what is that approach and how is that different for you specifically? So me being it was it's kind of like I was on the outside looking in, didn't really have a say as far as defensive guys went. But mm-hmm. now that I have a say, I mean, and me and coach Freddie, defense coordinator, yeah. we're on the same Good dude. Great guy. So, uh, he he has the right intentions, I have the right intentions and he know what we need. We we both know. So, we we're kind of working together bringing in the guys that, you know, turn this thing around. Because once we get defense, you know, offensively, uh, I'm not worried. We we got the guys. We got everybody we need. Defensively, we got guys coming in every day that, you know, guys calling us in. I, I want to be on your squad. I yeah. have what it takes. And, and that's what that's what it is. So. Is there a lot of guys from other teams that have seen what you guys have done? Yes. It we, is. We've had a few guys from other teams reaching out to us that are like, and I know I you can't say names or anything, obviously, right, right. but so whenever they reach out, what what is it about the Duke City Gladiators? Because it's like semifinals last mm-hmm. year, right? Like you guys in your very first year in the league win, and if you're not super familiar with the IFL, there is maybe this idea in the IFL that like Duke City shouldn't be here, and they're the JV squad, and they're not varsity, and but mm-hmm. like I'm not trying to make you feel bad. That's what people are saying. That that's true. So then when we get to the semifinals. What about this team has sparked the interest from like athletes and standout players from other teams? What is unique that is here? So they saw what we were missing. They saw that, you know, we have everything needed to win a championship and it just we fell short. You know, one yard short is what it came down to. Literally. One yard with seven seconds and two timeouts left. Yeah. One one yard. Yeah. And so it, it hurt us. It hurt us. It hurt us a lot. But you know, that's the name of the game. You live to fight another day, and we're coming back with a vengeance. So, 2022, look out. All right, I want to come back to Sebastian Noel. Yeah. Quick. So, you send film to other teams, right? Yes. You have to. It's a rule. Yeah. It's literally a rule. Mm-hmm. And they have Sebastian's commentary on this. Right. The feedback you get, it's, a, it's the worst commentary of all time, right? Like, it's, a, it's embarrassing, and it's, it's entry level, and to even allow him near a microphone is a travesty to all people involved with the organization. That's what people say, right? I haven't heard that. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, Sebastian. I'm on your side on this yeah. one. But. He's, he's a tremendous talent. He is, man. He's, he's got it. Yeah. So I'll He be... can light up a big win, and he can light up just like a stinker. Exactly. Like, he's a world of entertainment. Oh, man. Good old uh, Sebastian. Can't he, go wrong with that. No. Guy. Well, and that's the thing, too, because I wanted to transition that lastly before we leave. There's obviously the action on the field, and there's that old cliche, like, football, in a in a 60-minute game, you only see eight minutes of action or whatever. But in the arena football league, it's not that. Yeah. It's the play on the field. It's the broadcast that surrounds it. It's Vernon, the hype guy. Right. It's uh, promotions between actions. It's mm-hmm. bounce palaces for the kids and right. birthday party zones. And I keep naming things. I'm not stopping. When you walk into what is now officially the Rio Rancho Event Center, you're going to spend three hours entertained. Exactly. Yep. Do your kids love that? Like the people you bring out, right. do they even watch the game? Uh, yeah, they do, but they love the entertainment that comes with yeah. it. I mean, they bring the kids on the field and they do all kind of events, hitting golf balls and, you know, throwing the footballs into the, the middle of the field. And there's just so many things, that the opportunities, the bounce houses and everything else. From the texter, how is it that, Coach, you can hit a 400-plus-yard drive and still have the short game of a seasoned Spaniard like Steve Ballesteros uh, on the greens? Oh. How is that, Coach, that um, – that you can just drive it, but have no clue what to do with the putter. Oh man, I'm a 1.3 handicapper, so yeah, <laughs> that's that's a pretty good goal. No, you're so. really underplaying that one. I am. So I'm a I'm 1.3, and uh, when we have best ball tournaments, Sebastian knows. You know, yeah. we use about two of his shots around. Oh, so you knew who that text was from? <laughs> oh, I you know <laughs> you know who that? Yeah. So good old Sebastian. No, great guy to be around. He he does help us win championships. You know, on the golf course. On the golf course. There you yeah. go. <laughs> we we have about I would say with Sebastian about four first place. Um, 
tournaments. So. I noticed that every tournament that you guys throw, you happen to win. We, so is that a coincidence? A yeah. or we, we have a bond that uh-huh. we, we all work together, work well together. Mike, I, I have played in some Duke City Gladiator scrambles, and I'll just say my team is always best dressed. But aside from that, we don't have a shot. Like It's <laughs> it's almost like you stack your lineup with professional athletes. Oh, man. You know, I, that is true. <laughs> yeah, I, call, I called the Y, and I was like, hey, I'm going to come down. To, I'm going to start like a men's league. I'm going to bring down some Duke City Gladiator guys. And they're like, no, we don't, this is, we don't take no pros down here. Oh, it's amateurs man. only. <laughs> Duke City Gladiators' big uh, social media announcement today was their regular season schedule is out. So check that out on their social media outlets. You got time to figure out how to come and what to go. and uh, But it's kid-friendly all ages, right? Very good, yep. Yeah, and if you haven't been there, come on out, guys. It's going to be so exciting. You once you come to one, you'll come to them all. The and uh, here's what you don't know, Michael, because you're not mean. You don't like to get super weird on on like any possibility ever. Um, the tailgate for what you guys do, yeah. although you've never seen it because you're always coaching. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The tailgate is top tier, Michael. Like you, there's like DJ battles and stuff out there. It's insane. Yeah. So full, anyways, full afternoons of action, often on Saturdays, some Sundays. Correct uh, for you guys. Check them out, Rio Rancho Event Center. Anything we missed, Coach? Anything before we go? We just thank you, community, uh, for loving us, accepting us, and we're going to bring home a championship for you. This is so the year. What's the, the uh, event for Coast Kids? What uh, is the, Coast again? For, the Coast for Kids. Somebody uh, had called. Uh, yeah, so Albertsons. Go to your local Albertsons. There's boxes there. Uh, you put your coats in. This is We're trying to uh, – the wintertime is coming. Kids are in need. And we're trying, just trying to take care of them. I'm wearing my life vest right now because I get so cold. You haven't like, been outside in a while. I tell you <laughs> – we just skip fall here. Like, yeah. Well, I've been in the South. Me and you've been here about the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. I am now like cold blooded. Like, I can't do it no more. Yeah. Like, I, as soon as it gets like 60, I'm like, I'm done. Oh, man. I wanted to go golfing today, but it was just a little too cold for me. We, you know? Me and Brandon Ortega are going tomorrow morning. Let me see if I can oh, squeeze you in. There you We're go. We have a lot of fun with that one. Let me know. Coach Sherman Carter, the absolute best. Uh, head coach of the Duke City Gladiators, congrats on your promotion. Congrats on the upcoming season. Obviously, anything the program or myself or I can volunteer Mike Vital for, I will do. Uh, but we're excited for you and excited to help. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, Coach. Uh, we're going to take a break. You're going to leave? I am. Okay. And then when we get back, uh, me and Vital are going to hang out until friend of the show, Brandon Vogt, comes over at 6 o'clock. So that'll be good for the listener. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take a call from Sebastian Noel. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, you know he's available. Yeah. You know He's waiting. Guys, if you want to meet us, we're heading over to the Albertsons over on by Cottonwood Mall. So if you want to come donate a coat, we'll be there at 615. There you go. Any giveaways or anything tonight? Always. I'll get us something over there. You guys are always doing something. Don't don't forget about the polos, Coach. (laughs) I got you. Three X, you said, right? Uh, We'll go two X. Vital is maybe a buck 65 soaking wet. He's like, I need a three X. Three X. You stop, Mike. I'll go, I'll go 2X because that, this guy is sitting across from your coach is a big guy. No, so I wear him tight. I like to show off my curves. Oh, man. It's ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Thank you to Coach Sherman Carter. Quan's Auto Care Hotline is open to friend of the show, Howard. Howard, welcome to the program. Oh, I don't have you, Howard. Oh, there you are, big dog. Welcome to the show. Hey, well, thank you, man. And make sure you tell Sebastian Noel he got snubbed for me, okay? He, well, he's actually – I have him on the VIP line awaiting you, Howard. So <laughs> I'll make it quick. I'll make it quick. Hey, uh, just real quick, go easy on Van. You know the real reason he didn't come into work. He's not answering calls. It's the social media bomb that I saw today. What is the social media bomb? Well, that you're leaving to pursue your childhood dream of becoming a meteorologist. <laughs> I did on social media 
post today that I have all the prerequisites to becoming the next meteorologist at KRQE as I am readily and available to drop my job at a moment's notice to run for governor. Yes, I did make that announcement. So, see, so you're the real culprit here. So, you know, Van, if you're out there listening, don't worry about it. You still have Vital. Oh, it's too much. You know, and one other quick thing, and I'll let you get to Sebastian because I'm sure he has a lot more important things to say than I do. But uh, the arrogance of Tommy the Truth, huh? Telling us that uh, Rizzo's the backup plan because if they don't sign Freeman, but of course, we can sign them both. Talking like that Yankee guy with a big fat checkbook, huh, guys? You know, there's only money north of the Mason Dixon line, according to Tommy. And and that's why guess, that's why Atlanta yeah. can't afford no one. So yeah, he yeah looking, that's, that's how he. I'm feels. looking forward to your uh, interview with Sebastian, man. Have a good night, Fred. Thank you, Howard. Thank you, my friend. Joining us on the Quans Auto Care uh, a VIP hotline, if that's an actual thing, Sebastian Noel. No, Sebastian, welcome to the program. Hey, hold on. I, I got to put on this turquoise polo to okay. do this interview. Just, yep. just so you you know where you stand in the hierarchy. Hey, you should have seen this polo that Coach Carter was wearing, Sebastian. Oh, it, it, was, it was so well, crisp. Coach Carter's dropped like, uh, like what, 80 pounds? Yes. Like he loses another 10 pounds every time I see him. So, well, like, he's got a fresher polo on every week I see him. He, he He's rocking it all, man. He's got the collection, bro. Like, you know, when you play in five – scramble golf tournaments a week you have to have a collection like coach carter here's what he's really good at one hitting 400 plus yard bomb drives and two leather punches for the belt because he just keeps notching them in he's just he's dropping them he's dropping them he's he's albuquerque's ringer is what he is like anyone that needs a bomber for their tournament they call sherman like like he's like he's known at the golf courses you know, you just drop his name. Oh, you play with Sherman? They know. Like, he's he's Albuquerque's ringer, bro. Like, like you, when you have Sherman on your team, it announces to the rest of the field that you're not there just for the swag bag and the occasional drink at the turn. You're there to win. You're there to dominate. You're there to take care of business. And you're there to rub someone's face in it because you got Coach Carter on your team. Hey, Coach Carter is like a golfer, but he chooses to coach football. Oh, absolutely. Yes. No, no there's no doubt. I mean, yeah, no. Like, he could totally go tour right now. He could join the tour right now and, and do this coaching thing as a side gig. There's a, there's Just for the polo. I think he does it for the polos. He coaches for the polos <laughs> while he's really a professional golfer. He's a, he's a, well, somebody helped me when I was a young man, so I'm going to help someone. And, by the way, spend right. five of my six days on the golf course. Uh, so and I, and for, the, for the extra money Gina has to spend for the extra X's in my XL polos, she's now saving it on Sherman because he is – in tremendous shape these days. How excited are you to be back at the Rio Rancho Event Center comparative to the Tingley Center? Oh, dude, I'm pumped, man. I'm yeah. pumped for the season. I'll, I'll go play anywhere. You know, the, those guys could play anywhere. You know, I, obviously it's a beautiful facility out there. I, I know you're you're very I'm a fan. complimentary of it, and I know the players and coaches are as well. So, man, I'm just glad. I just want to see those guys get back on the field because Sherman's right. I think other players in the league – I don't want to get a tampering fine, but don't other players it. in the league, I think, saw. Who am I kidding? They're not listening to the show. Okay. Other players in the league, I think, they kind of see like we're just a small step away, right? So that's exciting. Sebastian Noel, the broadcaster for Duke City Gladiators, uh, is that on the New Mexico Sports Network? Is that where is that located at all the time now? Well, you know, you know, uh, IFLs with YouTube, so that's yeah. all YouTube. Thing. Okay, it's all exclusive YouTube content. 
The uh, the thing that's so unique, I think, about your broadcast of the Gladiators is how it just it kind of stands head and shoulders above everyone else. And I don't know if the well, IFL gives an award for best broadcast, but if they did, like you guys are in the mix, right? Uh, they do give one, and we didn't win it, and we are pissed about it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> right? No, yeah, there's no doubt, right? Like, uh, did the Rattlers know, get it? Because I swear to God, no, no, they, that's the only award they didn't win, right? right. So, you have the Rattlers, right, whose coach also owns another team in Arizona and, like, actually really runs the league, right? He handpicked the commissioner. And, and the MVP. So, yeah, the Rattlers really run the show, right? So they won every other award except best broadcast, oddly enough, right? Just unacceptable. You've been calling a lot of high school football since the Gladiators have been over. Um, you having a lot of fun with that? Does it feel like a regular season? How are these te- teams coming back from COVID? What's what's the high school energy right now around football some eight weeks into the season? Oh, it's exciting. You know, playoffs are around the corner. It's exciting. I want to get back to this award we did. Oh, I'm sorry. Fred. How about that? Yeah, uh, you know. keep rubbing salt in it. I'm ready. Right. Like, I mean, I think we should have won that. Have you seen my broadcast yes. partner, Daryl Stoneham? Yes. Ungodly good looking, is he not? Yeah, I, I, I mean, well, juxtaposition is a big factor, but yeah, I would say he's a good looking guy. Right, yeah, no, he's the perfect ying to my and I think we should have won it on his his charm and looks alone, right? So yeah, no, we're we're a bit disappointed, and I don't I don't know who we should talk to about that, but I always refer because you guys have a similar dynamic as me and Van, because like we have Van who's like handsome and striking and charismatic, and then we have me who knows what's going on. Well, I'm going to let that one go by. <laughs> from from the, know, from the texter, yeah. from the texter uh, how much meat is on the golf course if Sebastian and Fred and Coach Carter are all in the same place? Well, it's a lot. I'm going to be honest. We're a bunch of big guys. Like we're, yeah. there's, there's a lot of life there. Yeah, no one's happier to see us on the golf course than the cart lady. <laughs> And then the, the the person working the grill at the turn. My favorite thing with the cart lady is every because you know me, I'm like a seltzy guy. So I'm like, hey, let me get a couple of those uh, just like uh, fruit flavored seltzies. And she's like, are you are you serious? I'm like, yeah, like actually, I I'm very serious. Oh, I, <laughs> that's that's my icebreaker with the cart lady. Is so what brand and flavor seltzers do you carry? And it, like, well, and here's me. I'm so not stuck. I will drink them all. I'll drink them all. Like you. Oh, tr- I'll drink them all day. Yeah, truly, White Claw. Bud Light, I don't care. Put them all in front of me. I, and I'll say thank you after every single one, and they take about five no, seconds and, to drink. And you can feel so good about it because of the low sugar and carb content, you know? Is that true? I just do it for the taste. No, no. I do it so I can squeeze into this uh, polo that Gina oh, got me, God. this turquoise okay, one. Okay, there we go. Because the white one is a little is a little. Uh, well, you don't have to do laundry. Smaller, right? right? It's, uh, it's a different brand, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> so what, you know, like in, in, a, in a good week where I haven't, had too many of those Trulies, then, yeah, I could squeeze into the other colored one. But on a bad week, you know, then, yeah, I bust out the turquoise one. You have been calling high school football for ProView and the New Mexico Sports Network uh, for, like I said, these last nine seasons. Does it feel like it's returned to normal? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I, I think so for the most part. I mean, it's still a little strange when we're doing volleyball and everyone's wearing masks and, and things, but it certainly seems with the outdoor sports like it's back to normal. Do you, Larry, do you have like your early prediction for the end of the year football stuff? Do you have the team that you just think can't be touched by anyone, high school football-wise? Well, you see, I'm never going to win a best broadcaster in the IFL award if I just go around picking the winners of games I'm going to broadcast. 
Does your childhood hero, Joe Buck, do that, Fred? Well, he doesn't have to because he's so impartial to everyone that it would it would break. Well, yeah. Yeah, he's just he's, he's such a professional is what I'm trying to say. Exactly. So I'm going to try to follow in those footsteps and uh, and not pick a winner. I, I, th- I did have a few people accuse me of hating their teams this year. Oh, congrats. So like You've made I'm it. Semi-arrived. <laughs> you know, because before I was just getting a lot of the kind of feedback you get where they say they hate you. Yes. But now they're saying, hey, you hate our team. So I feel like I've semi-arrived. It is weird to me when, like, fans of yours will come up to you and tell you how much they hate me. Like, that is a weird <laughs> – that's a weird dynamic. I recognize it. I understand it's true. But it's it's very weird for them to say, hey, Sebastian, don't you just hate Fred Slow? That's a weird one. But I want you to know that the, I have gone with the safe stock answer of he's really not that bad once you get to know him a little bit, and that seems to work. Cleveland seems too good. I don't think they can be stopped. Sebastian Noel, you are a world of fun and a world of talent, and thank you for blessing me so often with it. All right, man, let's get together soon. November 1st, uh, I will meet you at your workplace. <laughs> yes, that sounds good. All right, thanks, buddy. We're going to grab a break. He's such a laugh. He's such a funny guy. That's the thing about, like, the broadcasters, like, here in town. Like, there's – because, okay, like, I have the Highlands, and I love it, and it's a lot of fun. But, like, Rob Portnoy with UNM, Jeff Symbietta, who hosts the morning show here, when you put him on play-by-play, it's like he's a professional level. He's not one step away from anyone. He's ahead of and most he, people. And he, and he has fun doing it. And oh, my he gosh. right through the mic. J.J. Buck, Sebastian Noel, there's a – Ed Nunez, there's a world of yeah, talent in this community. Yeah, there's good ones, and, yep. They're how, all, and they're all great guys, too. How a blessed Albuquerque is and their sports broadcasters, and then they let me stand sports adjacent. ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. All right, just a couple minutes here before the top of the hour, and everyone who's a friend of the show knows that you got to take a break at the top of the hour. It's like an FCC rule, right? It's like a law. you got to identify the station. Well, yeah, otherwise it gets passed on to you and me, and I ain't going to pay uh-uh. it, so I'll pass it on to somebody else. <laughs> We were talking about the baseball game, which, by the way, first pitch is in like 10 minutes or something, right? Yep. Um, we were talking about it last night. I mean, it was a long game. For a game that didn't have a whole lot of offensive action after the first inning, that's why I brought that up earlier in the show. It's, it was just when it was over four hours. I mean, uh, do you lose interest? And if you're trying to, if you're MLB and you're trying to get in the casual fan, that's not a good thing, just saying. Well, it's not a good thing for East Coast fans. You know, like the East Coast fan, like that's very late at night. That's one in the morning. Atlanta's in the East Coast. <laughs> like, figure it out. I mean, I stayed up all, like me me and the gal, like we just watched it at the house because I'm on Sober October. And I mean, you like baseball. I think the thing is, is that in postseason play, you can expect the games to go long. Would you agree just because of the number of pitching changes yeah, that I happens, would. right? I would. And it's tough for the fan too because like, when Adam Duvall hits that two-run shot to go 5-0, like our fans sticking around? Yeah, it was pretty quiet after five innings there in the minute made. The thing, too, about it being like, because the next that's one. That's tough to keep, to keep fans that it's are tough. new. I, that's where my, my warning is. Because, like, if you're a Major League Baseball fan and you're playing on Tuesday night, there's nothing else going on. Like, you're not watching the, right. the sixth game of the NHL season. You're not watching you're not the fourth game of the, the NBA. the huge train called the NFL, no. which is a good thing. And you have the Braves 
trying to win their first game in 22 years. Yeah. In the playoffs or in the World Series for the first time in 20 years, which they got swept the last time in their air by Tommy the Truce Yankees. I mean, I got in an argument with my girlfriend. She goes, this is so boring. You're still watching it. Get rid of it. So, yeah, she won that battle, but. Yeah, I, I did, you know, four hours. But, again, it's postseason baseball. You got all the changes, and especially what happened last night to Charlie Morton. Man, 37-year-old guy. and Too tough. From the texter, Fred, you're right about Cleveland. They're the best. It's amazing because they graduated 24 players, including half a dozen players that went on to play college ball. That's incredible to me. Cleveland produces them. They got nice facilities from what I've seen. And they're underclassmen right now? They're the ones that are doing the most damage out there. Used to be La Cueva in the northeast part of town years ago. That Cleveland team, that Rio Rancho team, even that Cibola team, like there's there's just so much good athletics at the high school level here that it's hard to take it all in. And and with my schedule, you know, I gotta be in New Mexico Highlands every weekend. So it's I can't see it in person. But like to catch a game on and if you're not watching the New Mexico Sports Network, by the way, station twenty point five. It's on if you have Comcast, or if you have an antenna on your TV, you can get New Mexico Sports Network. Watch everything because they produce all of the state's content. They're all the high school athletics. They do, um, they do like uh, New Mexico Highlands and Western, and they they just carry everything. So if you really want to be plugged in, twenty point five, New Mexico Sports Network. So we we would be able to hear you on this. On I'm on there all the time. Oh, okay. And then and that's where they like the morning show here, like with Jeff and JJ. It's on there. Like that's where that's where it's at. Low key conversations about your boys being on there. If that comes to fruition, cool. I'll be excited to talk about it. Better get a couple more of those uh, gladiator polos. That's a, hey, that's what I need. Branded polos. That's what I'm reaching out to the friends of the show. That's what I'm. I'm like, you need, a, you need a collar, right? Yeah. Howard, send me a send me a your construction company polo. I'll wear it on air. T- tell me the truth. Send me a casting polo. There's a bunch of them. I want them all. Hey, also, I don't wear polos. I don't know what I'm talking about. This I don't even own one. I was going to say, you don't. You <laughs> yeah, got the Oxford, and that's what I would do, too. Yeah, but if you play golf, I mean, the polos. Yeah, good. that's when you need it. I am I'm a button-down, like like an Oxford style. I'm Like, right now, I'm wearing – I mean, this is this is low-key, like Stafford Wives stuff I'm wearing right now. No, it looks good. Thank I, you. I'm a button-down guy, too. Just I, I, like, to, I like to be comfortable. Polos, they don't tuck right. National anthem going on for the World Series. I'll be giving you updates throughout. My friend Brandon Vogt's going to come over at 6 p.m. TV. We're going to have a lot of fun talking sports and laughing with him. Keeping it loose today. Get well, Van. APQ Central, <laughs> 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live at it. 6 p.m. So, I mean, if you get off work at 6 p.m., welcome to the show. We're still here for you. I also, I feel like in today's day and age, because I love the listener on 95.9 and I love the listener on 610. I love friends of the show that get it terrestrially. But like, I see the app numbers. I see the website numbers. I know that's where the listeners are. Get the app, get the website. All that stuff's available at talkabq.com. Get all of that. 
you said there was another caller for the Coats for Kids with the Gladiators over at Albertsons. That is awesome. If you can't make it out there immediately or to an Albertsons location, do not forget that the Cars and Candy, Cars and Craft Show fundraiser is going on for locker number 505 this weekend at 1613 Arizona Northeast. That's that San Pedro and Constitution intersection. Yeah. So go check them out. Free trick-or-treating. Uh, they're doing food trucks and craft fairs, and there's going to be DJs and the whole works. Uh, $20 donation per car. Uh, 10 a.m. cars get there. Trick-or-treating kicks off noon. Uh, a lot of fun helping some kids. But only go if you want to help kids. If you don't want to help kids, you, you stay away. You, yeah. st- you stay away from that event. <laughs> BV. Don't go. Joining us now, the voice of sanity. BV, can I ask you a question? <laughs> when, you're, sure. when you were a kid, did you always have, like me, being a bigger guy like you are, always well, had your, <laughs> the, the, the coats go up to your elbows? <laughs> No, I tell you, when I was a kid, I was a beanpole. Oh yeah, I was, uh, I I was very skinny young man. You know, people thought I was like, you know, sick, sickly. Yes, needed CYFD help, but uh, no. It turns out that was all mental. I got over it. You know, yeah. and I have uh, put on a couple of pounds, although I've shed some pounds, too. You probably noticed. <laughs> I have I'm noticed. Getting into shape. I will, yeah. So I've recently thought about asking you yeah. for the vote collection out of your closet because mm-hmm. you have to be downsizing in size. <laughs> so I want what you've previously have had. Okay. Because yeah. I, I'm a fan of your collection. Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, you like the, 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 the stuff I wear. Which Regularly. Mostly I get from feed stores. You know, sometimes... <laughs> Uh, a feed store <laughs> shout out old mill and edgewood yeah uh, you know sometimes they have um shirts and some different things and you know with a bag of pig feed and some hay i may, Bell buckles. I may uh, yeah i may grab a shirt too i don't yeah. know what i don't know what's in pig feed i've no i would not be able to slop no i mean this is real feed so it's like uh, you know pellets and a lot of protein okay. corn oats that sort of stuff good high quality stuff now traditionally yeah. pigs will eat anything that's the saying they will eat anything but you don't want to eat a pig that eats anything okay today i learned yeah yeah, yeah. they're just like like mike said it's just slop that's why they say slop a pig <laughs> i mean i've known people that have after dinner with their family they just go out in the pig pen and just scrape off their plate yeah uh, even if they've had oh, pork yeah. chops or bacon Oh, and, and let the pig I don't it. like that. And a pig will eat it. A pig will eat it. A pig will eat a human being. And that's one of my yeah. ultimate fears <laughs> is uh, as an older man, as I get older. To catch an ailment. Exactly. Fall into fall the I, trough. Yes. I fall down and hurt my leg and I can't get up and the pigs just, you know, eat me alive. Devour you. Yes. Yeah. They're already eyeing you for future. Yeah. That's why I've already invested in a life alert system. Smart. <laughs> So if I fall down in the pig pen, uh, maybe Life Alert people will get there before the pigs uh, eat me alive. Now, it's safe to say that, like, like Hormel and Oscar Mayer, all of their, like, like bacon-made oh, products yes. oh, yeah. are human-free. Any, anything. Yeah, I hope so. I really do. <laughs> yeah. It, it's safe. It, anything that's uh, USDA certified yeah. is, is safe for, for human consumption. Those pigs have not eaten people or other pigs. I Speaking of, like, falling ill and being sick, and I yeah. appreciate you taking the time tonight, because mm-hmm. uh, you you just wrapped up on KKOB. Correct. I've been on the air for five hours. Yes. And, and, and here, you know. Doing charity is what you're doing right now. <laughs> hey, you put the bat signal out and Batman shows well, up. Well, and, and I'm more of an Alfred myself, so I do need this. Um <laughs> 
but speaking of falling ill, um, my co-host and best friend in the entire world, Van Nunley, yes. somehow it, got sick, BV. Oh, is that right? As soon as the Astros lose, he gets mm. sick. It's a little suspicious, okay. don't you think? A little bit. Now, let's get some background here. Uh, I'm sure you were in contact with him during the game last night. Uh, well, but sparsely. Sparsely. Yeah, because okay. as I would text, yeah. I would I would just I would hope to see the three dots pop up mm-hmm. to know that he existed. Yeah. And then if he didn't respond, that was okay. Yeah. Hopefully he didn't fall in a pig pen and get devoured. <laughs> he lives very close to the zoo. <laughs> that could have, they've got a pig at the zoo. So you there you go. It? No. Yeah, it's some sort of African pig. It looks uh, looks a little different from your domesticated Like from farm. the Lion King? Yes, it does. It <laughs> looks like one of those pigs yeah. from the Lion King. It's not one of the ones from the state fair that's 500 pounds, no, is it? No, no. I am a fan of that. Yeah, so so you were sparsely in contact with him. Yes. When, when did he go radio silent? <sighs> five, five rip. The okay. bandwidth yeah, went yeah, under. Yeah. As soon as yeah. Duvall hit the two-run shot. <laughs> So you think was was he at home or where was he watching the game? Oh, so I wasn't able to ascertain that. Okay, but, yeah. But, but knowing that we're both sober October, mm-hmm. I would assume in his his mom's NASCAR themed basement. Okay, yeah. So he was down there, and the game didn't go the way that he thought it would be. Correct. And now we think that he has uh, just played hooky today because yeah. he didn't want to take the ribbing well, of the great sports animal fans. So, and you are the type that would play like play it like real safe and kind. But what I'm going to say is mm. probably had a lot of money mixed up in it with the wrong type of guys, and they knew he would be here from four to seven. Yeah. And now he's laying low from Mike uh, Vitale related mafia members. Yes, that, uh, that 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 could be the case. It's, he's he's afraid for his kneecaps. So he, he might uh, – That's maybe that's what he's doing. He needed the day here to go get some funds available. Yes. If he was in that sort of situation. And the it, hogs were waiting for him at the yeah. door. Yeah, the <laughs> mafia has pigs too. Uh, no. What? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they yeah. do. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, they have the butcher, sh- the butcher shop full of them in the cold room. <laughs> I know all too well. That's how you get rid of a body, right? <laughs> that's exactly i've seen it this trust is not me. real this is not this is east mountain talk <laughs> yeah so so van uh and then how long has it been since you've made contact with him since physically we being <laughs> no, no, physically oh. trying to corner this no just any any t- I, I just want to know if he's been checking in like this afternoon when I, I on the air i the last text i got from him was at 212 and it was a misspelled word okay so it actually if i hold my phone sideways it might yeah. say help okay yeah <laughs> that's it we, so it's been about four hours since anyone knows uh anything about van's whereabouts uh, from the texter yeah. charlie morton threw strikes on a broken leg i feel mm-hmm. like the van needs to man up yeah that's right uh, also with the technology we have today uh he, he could have <laughs> made it, he could have made it he could have made an appearance here stood up for himself but uh you know he's got to lick his wounds yes one well, if and, anyone deserves this you watch, were you able to watch any of the World Series last night? After just just a little bit. Yeah, not a big baseball fan. Sorry to lie. Um, I like uh, reading about baseball, you know, <laughs> on websites and stuff. <laughs> I just don't have time to, you know, watch a five-hour game. It, that's what it was last mm-hmm. night. Yes. Oh yeah, I tuned in at probably nine o'clock. Oh, the thinking, third inning. Yeah, thinking this thing's about over, and you're right. Yes. It's like we're just getting started here. Ain't got time for this. Was, by the fifth inning in an NFL game, your Cowboys game would be over there, BB. <laughs> That's a good thing about NFL. It's about three hours, you know, yeah. most of the time. College football, on the other hand, it's a crapshoot. Um, it could be three and a half 
or six hours. Or Illinois can take Penn State to nine overtimes, and you you just have no clue. Like we'll be here the rest of the day. And they also with halftimes too. You know, sometimes uh, they just get a little wonky with the halftime, and you're stuck at halftime for forty five minutes an hour in a college football game. The one that really gets me about football, if I'm going to have a second with it, is we're about to uh, fall back. Yes. Right, we're about, which is also the time of year I go and buy a whole new pack of socks. Yo, so that's my that's thing. That's how you know. Yeah, yeah. that's the time to replace you. all the socks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, so when they fall back, they don't change the start times for stuff, but it's been dark. It's already been yes. dark for so long. Correct. And I'm like, this is unacceptable. Yeah. I, I don't have interest in this. We need some sort of letter writing campaign. Uh, that <laughs> issue needs to be addressed for sure. You know, well, so obviously today I reached out to one Mark Ronchetti as soon as I could. <laughs> oh, really? To see if I could get him on the program. <laughs> yeah. Because you're going to make some big announcements like this. CV, mm-hmm. you can be a weatherman now if you That's want. Right. Yeah, or if you're interested, there's an opening. The job is posted. <laughs> that, that's that is no. Yes, that is one interesting <laughs> thing. So he ran for Senate last year. I'm so happy, and he just took a leave of absence. Yes, like he was, you know, going to come back or quit if he beat Ben Ray Lujan. Uh, so they never posted the job, and they just had, um, you know, the scrubs fill yeah, in. Yeah, a bunch of pre-records. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He recorded a bunch of newscasts before he left. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, know, in Albuquerque, man. you could actually do that. Oh, you could. Um, <laughs> he picked up the Farmer's Almanac. Wow. He was like, here's what I think. <laughs> so 4th of July, and he's got a jacket yeah. on. Ooh, it's pretty cold yeah. out there. It would be nicer yeah. in 20 minutes. <laughs> so he can't have two six-month leave of absences with the job, he right? He left pretty much. Did you guys, This is a real thing I heard from an insider. Mm-hmm. He went to lunch last Thursday and never came back. Really? I'm not joking. Wow. That, that I is, put that on the radio just now. That's probably true, and I'll tell you why. So it was last week, I guess. They've been monitoring him because mm-hmm. we've known that – uh, even MLG got the uh, the Governor's Association after him because, oh, he's having meetings here. Yep. He may or may not run for office. And he said, oh, no, no you know, nothing's, been, nothing's going on here. And then uh, Progress New Mexico had been monitoring his old Senate website, MarkRonKetty.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it flashed up there one day last week. Mark Ronchetti for governor. Of course. Joined the team. They took a screenshot of it. Of course. And, and I bet that's the day that, that KRQE said, okay, you got to get out now. And that kind of ruined the whole big rollout he yeah. wanted to have. Well, and maybe the friend of the show is not familiar, but there's like FCC-wise, there's rules. Yes. Like you can't work in broadcast media and run for public office because mm-hmm. then your uh, employer has to provide you, your opponent, with equal TV or radio time or whatever, and it's right. a whole headache thing. Yeah. Is that close? Am I getting close on yeah. that? Yeah. I, mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's right. I mean, the, the one thing, though, is it's not a violation unless somebody calls you on it. Well, your now, opponent is going to call in two minutes. Well, let me tell you, we got a mayor's race here. Good point. And there's a guy that's been on the radio Good this point. whole time, and they have since filed something, but it wasn't – uh, he would have had to have provided equal time if one of the other candidates would have said, I want a three-hour radio show. Yeah. They never did that. They waited until like two weeks ago just to file this complaint. And, of course, the ballot's already made. And, right. You know, nothing's going to happen. But with somebody as high profile as Mark Ronchetti and KRQE, oh, yeah, Rebecca Dow would have said, hey, I want to do five minutes of weather every night on KRQE or Rebecca Jay Block Dow. or <laughs> – uh, hey, for, Zanetti, yeah. Forget it. Fred Slow's putting his name in the mix. You may as and, well. And then yeah. I want five minutes on KRQE talking about um, mm-hmm. Nor'easters. You would be the 19th person to enter the GOP <laughs> uh, 
the primary process for for governor. Isn't that we're crazy? getting a lot of them. Yeah. Hey, when you so. first made the transition from sports talk to to like political talk, mm-hmm. was there like a level of excitement for you? Because because that is twenty four hour stuff. Like when oh, you yeah. made when you were jumping out of sports into into politics, were you were you like, hey, this is where I should be, mm-hmm. or did it just feel like another step? Oh no, I mean, this is doing political and news talk is what I always wanted yeah. to do. And when I got here, I mean, this was the place. Yeah. You know, not just KKOB, but the sports animal. We got great radio. This was the We're place fortunate. to work yeah. in New Mexico in, in radio business. And I, you know, from day one, my goal was to get on KKOB. You know, my step in was on the sports animal. I'm right. a sports fan. You know, I love talk radio, love sports talk radio, still do. It was great, but that was my ultimate goal: is to transition to to news talk. So, are you that. a news radio junkie? Oh yeah, so I mean, to speak. I I always thought you were sports first. Um, no, I'd say. Well, once I started working here, it went sports first. You know, just so I could talk coherently about things that were going on Same. in sports. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was bas- with sport. I was basically just a fan. And then I was a radio guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'd worked 10 years previous just doing CHR and rock and that sort of thing. So talk was what I really wanted to do and ultimately to do uh, sports talk. And getting on the sports end was great. I was here for seven years. Yeah. It was terrific. But ultimately, I wanted to wanted to do that. And and that's the thing that's so neat to me about – I know we got to go to break, Mike. I'm sorry. But that's the thing that's so neat to me about, like, all the personalities over KKOB is – a lot of them are like very adamant sports fans as well. Mm-hmm. Like there's like yeah. like right now, uh, if you're not listening to us, you probably listen to Strauss, right? So yeah. Eric Strauss is on right now. Yeah. I dare you to talk to anything of him of Pittsburgh or Pittsburgh Steelers or yeah. the Cleveland yeah. Browns. Or the Cleveland Browns. He sweats that. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. I can't pass him in the hall without mm-hmm. without a little ribbing. You or know, the Dallas Cowboys. <clears throat> He's got a Ben Roethlisberger tattoo between his shoulder blades. You, you know that? Yeah. yeah. Is that factual? It's factual, as far as you know. Sources say. <laughs> Sources say there's a Roethlisberger tattoo between uh, Strauss's blades. No wonder he gets so upset when he comes over to me. He goes, there's no way that guy is going to make it through the season. He's so old. <laughs> well, He's yelling about it, so he must have a tat. Yeah. You mean Bob Clark. Bob Clark's one of the biggest sports fans I know. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. it's huge. Uh, I know we got to go break. Do you got to go or do you want to hang out for one more? I can hang out for let's, another one. Sure. Yeah, for one more. Uh, also, uh, Ozzy uh, Albies, the, the kid from Atlanta, uh, swinging bunt. He's on first. Watch him steal a base, get a free taco tomorrow. ABQ Central on 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live on the program. Van's not here! Again. Yeah. BV joining us from BV Today. So, uh, how long do we go? We got an isotopes game tonight? No, no. It's it's actually uh, isotopes. It's almost November. No, Mike. no Cowboys radio, <laughs> Mikey. You got a rerun of a Topes game from like '98 or something? We can play. Uh, I think we can do that. Yes, <laughs> we can. A Dallas open. McPherson a three home run game. We can play. <laughs> I got the highlights somewhere. <laughs> the deep cut. <laughs> yeah. So, Van, so do you think Van's going to be here tomorrow? I mean, that's the big question uh, on do everybody's the, mind. Do the Astros win? Hmm. If they. If they win, he definitely shows up. I think that I agree. Yeah. yeah. But if, if Max Fried and this yeah. Atlanta Braves they, team puts it on him. If they lose at 30-70, he shows up. That's generous. Yeah. That's generous. Yeah. What you know, is it with Texas fans? I mean, Cowboys, Astros, they don't show up the next day. <laughs> There's a lot of truth to what and old Mike Vitale said. And I'll tell you this, too, for – Fans of any team that really wear it on their sleeve. I mean, or tattooed is, on their back. Yes, between the shoulder blades. 
I mean, this is kind of a different environment, the radio station, but at your regular workplace, yeah. you're, you are Steeler guy yeah. or Astros guy. And then when they do lose. That's your identity. Yes, it has become your identity. Mm-hmm. And people only see you as that. And, you know, they're like, oh, it's it's him. They, they had a rough so, night last night. But, BV, that's <laughs> like anyone who becomes overly obsessed with the single thing. The one that gets me is yeah. uh individual who's obsessed with their job, right? Yeah. So it's uh, like we work in talk radio, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you, do you have a custom license plate that says D- uh, DJ 101? <laughs> no, you don't. Like the, there is there is somebody I know in this business in this building that has a customized license plate. I, I know who you're you know? talking. I will keep quiet. But these, I'll keep he's it a confidential. News, he's a news person. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, uh-huh. like, and the one that always gets me is volunteer firefighter. Yeah. Here's a volunteer yeah. firefighter. First of all, they only wear volunteer firefighter shirts. They don't wear nothing. Correct. Yeah. Tactical pants everywhere they go. Don't matter what time of day. You never know when a firefighter is going to break. In. You never know. They're like, going to need a volunteer. <laughs> and here's the thing: you're not fighting a fire. You're going to sit at the house when someone else is fighting a fire. Correct. You just go down to the yeah. station. But yeah. they'll drive a red truck. Uh-huh. They'll they'll put their own lights on it. Yeah. They'll name their dog Blaze. Uh-huh. Like it's <laughs> like there's there's an obsession with it. It's a whole lifestyle. And I'm like I'm like because you. You just picked this job. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. You picked you volunteered yeah. for it. You didn't even you're not even getting paid no. for this. Like no. well, like if you get called perhaps. Well, <laughs> Thin Red Line is a movie. It's not a lifestyle. This is your hobby. Your it, hobby is is fighting fires. Hot take from local sports talk uh personality Fred Slow yeah. hates volunteer firefighters. <laughs> no, I don't hate them. It's it's just the weirdest thing. Yeah, I've been approached to be a volunteer firefighter. Of course before. you have. And it's it's a difficult conversation because you don't want to say like no, I don't want to help somebody who's burning alive in a fire. But yet, I, I don't want that time commitment, and I don't want to live the lifestyle. No, I don't want to be a volunteer firefighter guy. Yeah. I I literally could not. I don't want to cook for yeah. a bunch of other guys, right? Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, actually, I have a family. I, I don't need to have a family at the firehouse. Cook B- them yeah. slop. BB, yeah. if we were to do this, if you and I, and maybe Van, if he ever decides to not be sick, mm-hmm. if we were to call local fire station and be like, hey, we'd love to come down and volunteer and do the landscaping. Yeah. Oh, my God, I would love that. Mm-hmm. That is a fun afternoon. Yeah. And right. you get to beautify the station. Yeah. There you go. I volunteered. Yeah. I volunteered with the firefighter. Mm-hmm. Go walk the Dalmatian. Pl- you know? Do yeah. they still have that? Some of them do. I don't know if here in Albuquerque they uh, all of them do or not. Bud Light oh, does that at the Anheuser Busch place. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm into. They, <laughs> but it, the, the Dalmatian's gone out of favor in a lot of uh, firefighting establishments for whatever reason. I don't think. I Is think that's because of PETA. Maybe thought it's, to... it's too dangerous for. Yeah. <laughs> it, fighting fires. <laughs> the so I think originally they were used as like horns on. Like really? like wagons. So originally, because horses would draw firefighting wagons, mm-hmm. and you would have the Dalmatian run in front to clear the way okay. for the horses. That makes sense. So it was symbolic for some yeah. time. Mm-hmm. You see the Dalmatians and the bud trucks there on the commercials. Similar, because you got to get well, you got to get the uh, rice, barley, and water to mm-hmm. to the merchant. <laughs> Correct. At the, at the general, I don't know what what's a, yeah. what's an out west old timey store. A general store. Yeah. No work. Yeah. Wells uh, Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> Houston, Houston uh, sacrifice fly to deep left, moves Altuve over from second to third. Mm. Astros in scoring with Albuquerque native Alex Bregman coming up. There you is. were on the radio when Alex Bregman was kind of coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, what, was, he was a big story and, uh, of course, went to LSU. 
broke the hearts of a lot of people here. They wanted him to right. stay in New Mexico for college. And I'll be honest with you, when he went to LSU, and he was a big story here. I mean, his dad's a big deal uh, here in this town. Uh, I thought, well, that's the last we're going to hear of that guy. <laughs> from the you know? t- <laughs> And then look at him now. I mean, it's just because, I mean, you know this, like baseball players, there's guys, sometimes they just peak a little too early. Yeah. And then, you know, you never hear from him again. He's the great exception to that. Great and stayed that way. There's a couple of those guys. Bryce Harper is one. There's mm-hmm. a couple of those guys who, like, never swung like a metal bat in high school. They were like, "I'm only going to swing a wood bat. I'm only mm-hmm. I'm going to get to the next level yeah. with this skill set." And Alex Bregman is the example for the class on that. And but just just a slumming right now. He if he can put an RBI on the board, mm-hmm. that'd be big for this Houston team. From the Texer. This firefighter story is funnier than hell. Yeah, I'm telling you. Okay, yeah. yeah it's yeah. hot fire. Yeah. yeah it's hot. Why don't they have volunteer police officers? You know? You I got, think that'd be a tough one, right? I thought you they got, did. Security guards. Oh, they <laughs> <laughs> Instead of going to the – we should go to police station just see if they need some volunteers. I, You know, here in the city of Albuquerque, I think they would take them. Yes. I think they would. <laughs> now, I wouldn't want to just be – I want to be a volunteer detective. You know? Yeah, same. Yeah. Let me pick the cases, though. I don't want... Exactly. Yeah. I'm tired of investigating all yeah. these Narcans. Yeah. Like, let give me, me a regular case. Let me thumb, thumb through the cold cases here. I, I like to be a volunteer uh, paramedic. Yeah. Paramedic, yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Like like at pro wrestling shows, you just get to hang out ringside? <laughs> yes. At just, high school football games? <laughs> just driving the back, was there speeding down the road, almost getting into a bunch of accidents, and you're in the back? Hey, I... That, That'd be my luck if I ever needed a paramedic and it ended up Vitel, the volunteer paramedic, <laughs> is going to work on me. Yeah, he's asking you about like what your what's your hot take on the Cowboys starting quarterback, and you're like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, ble- I'm I'm in a tough spot right now. I'm like, have you guys been in an ambulance lately? No, no, Mike, have you? No. All right, Probably so I, ten years ago, I was in one. I was in one within the last calendar year. Okay. I was in one. I had. Are you familiar with? Um, in your neighborhood, do they have COVID nineteen? Uh, I've heard. Okay, it. yeah. I've so, all right, cool. It, yes. So I caught it. Yeah. So when I caught it, I had to go in an ambulance because. <laughs> Wait a minute! It's not a hoax. No, no, no! I really had. Hey, <laughs> hold the phone here. You actually got it? Yeah, I was okay. the one guy. You know, <laughs> you're the one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, as I was the one guy. Yeah. They put me in this, and it's it's like it's like a little hospital. Yes. Like these things are the future. Yeah. I had, like, I felt like I was on like the like the set of Star Trek because mm-hmm. it had like everything was a bell, everything was a whistle, yeah. and the two like young men who were helping me, yes, they were like the most like serious professionals ever. Mm-hmm. And by the way, thank you for not letting me die. Yeah, like they insanely kind of them. Now, if they were volunteer paramedics, I wouldn't you know. have known. <laughs> yeah. They had a white sure. T-shirt. <laughs> it says "Volunteer, you're in trouble." I say it was probably ten years ago. We were in a car accident. Mrs. Vote's fault. She was driving. Classic Mrs. Vote mess around. Yes, and then um, so they they brought an ambulance. She really didn't need an ambulance, but they brought an ambulance. And I was like, ah, cool. I get to ride in the back, just like I've seen on all my TV shows I've watched over yes. the years. No, they made me ride in the front. Oh. I had to ride shotgun in the ambulance. Unacceptable. Yeah. From the texter, Vital <laughs> would make an amazing volunteer postal worker. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is another, one thing I wouldn't want to do, no. It's another place that needs volunteers, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> BV, thank you for blessing me so very much with your time tonight. Oh, it's been terrific. You are, time, guys. You are a world of talent. You are a world of fun. And I know it's sports adjacent was this last 30 minutes. So. Oh, yeah. We, we got some sports in. We talked to Alex Bregman. Bregman, yeah. Other sure. stuff. <laughs> we, we know that you love the community and will volunteer yeah. at any point in your life. Hey, I'm dead serious. If you are currently listening at a firehouse right now, mm-hmm. you call the program, 505-246-0610. Yeah. I will call Lowe's. Yeah. I will get mulch donated. I will get the whole thing done, and we will come out, and I will do landscaping. And I'm, I mean, right now I'm speaking for you, BV, yeah. but I will bring a group. Yeah. Uh, and I'll landscape something. Exactly. Take a break from your chili, firefighters. Yes. And, uh, and, and, and your fish fries. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pancakes. <laughs> Petting the Pancakes. dog. <laughs> Slopping with the pigs. <laughs> now, I know I know. firefighter right now is like, it's like, well, we don't need landscaping. It's zero scape. It's a, I tell you what, I'm very tall. I will help you put up your uh, Christmas lights. We can move some rocks around. Maybe they need to change up the zero scape a little bit. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. BV, everyone, catch him daily on KKOB. Two to four still? One to three. What? That's Eastern or Central time, I guess. Oh, Central yeah, time. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening here in the Mountain Time Zone. One to three. Yes. How's your app? Do you get a lot of app listeners? Yes. We I do. know you do. Yeah. I haven't seen the numbers in a while, but the yeah. last time they, they threw them out there, there was quite a bit. The call letters are big, but it's all about the digital effort. Oh, now, now it is. Yeah. It's, sure. it's, it's so, because I thought for a long time in radio, it would never get to like an unbalanced, but it's almost mm-hmm. like a 50 50 aspect yeah. at this point. It's getting there. World of talent, world of fun. BB, catch them daily, talking politics. Uh, tomorrow morning, you're going to tell everyone they're getting a new stadium, right? Correct. That's, yes. Or they want, I, I really have no clue. <laughs> I'll be I'll be shocked if they get to forty percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. I holy was twenty seven percent, twenty thirty two percent. That's all. Yeah, I am adamantly pro the new stadium, mm-hmm. but I'm adamantly realistic. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, they'll get the stadium. It won't be on this bond measure, but they'll they'll be a stadium. You know something I don't know then. Well, city council will circumvent the rules here and just do it themselves, or they'll get the money from the state. I mean. Yeah, they've they've already started this process. There's going to be a stadium. It may take a, a little longer than what they anticipate. I would say that this vote, the one coming up on the the bond issue on the second, mm-hmm. um, that's the easiest access and gives the most control to the city. Yeah. And if they think it's going to happen, you really, if you're the city, you really got to push for it because otherwise you're going to lose a lot of control. And yeah. to me, and I love the United, I love the team, I love the ownership. It's most important to me that the city remains in control of assets owned by the city. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, or. It's just a private thing. And oh, that's a whole other conversation. Trevisani's a rich guy, and he knows a lot of rich people. And, you know, they could do it themselves if he really wanted to. But NFL owners are the richest in the world when it comes to their sport, and they oh, let yeah. they, they stick it to the— They've the, leveraged the, the cities that yes. they're in. Mm-hmm. I know a guy named Rich. Does that help? Yes, it does. Thank you. <laughs> He's a volunteer fireman. He's, does, <laughs> does the, here's a, I'm, I'm pro-volunteer firefighter. I'm just exactly. saying yeah. the lifestyle— Mm-hmm. There's no reason to walk around yeah. with your radio on when you're not mm-hmm. like you're playing softball, guy. Yeah, need, what are you doing? You need to take a break for a little bit, <laughs> like unplug. Yeah. It's ABQ Central on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, Travis D. Arnode, former Met catcher for the Atlanta Braves, ties it up with a solo shot to deep left, one one. Good guys equal the bad guys. And that's been the story for the whole postseason for the Atlanta Braves. They get a late a- late inning rallies against the Brewers, against the Dodgers, and now the Astros. Just crazy to me. 
That's just crazy to me. They're, I'm telling you, they don't get it. This Atlanta team doesn't get that they should just be losing. And then they, I thought one of the brightest things they did was uh, at the trade deadline, they got Jock Peterson and a couple, a whole new outfield because right. of the, the injuries. Because Acuna Jr. When Acuna Jr. goes down. They got three new. It's just incredible. And they didn't stop, miss a beat. Swanson rips one like my pants on prom night to left field. <laughs> and he's standing on first base. So even with two outs on the top of the second after tying, the bottom of the lineup doesn't die here for Atlanta. And now you turn it over and Eddie Rosario is going to get to bat with a man on. Yeah, boy, he's been lights out. And my boy Soler, he's batting in fifth tonight. So they fifth, moved, is he really? Well, they moved not... Rosario to to leadoff. They dropped Soler from last night in leadoff down to fifth. So yeah, I the, thought they were going to keep him in. It. Yeah, they switched spots. Jack Peterson comes up to sixth from eighth last night. And then Duvall, Darnod, and then Swanson. The only change for the Houston lineup was Siri came in in center field over uh, Chase McCormick, who didn't have the day at the plate. That's yet. all? Wow, they, they've been struggling at the plate. Well, I tell you, Dusty Baker should be afraid to do anything because yeah. every decision he makes is the wrong decision no matter what. Boy, does he blow it. And I tell he's you. He's been handed a good team. Well, the core of that group is still real good. Josh Shushan said it the other day when he called the program. He was like, he was like Dusty Baker needs this for the Hall of Fame. And he, I, he didn't say that directly. I'm not trying to misquote Josh. But this is the thing that's going to, like, this is his career. Like, does he finally get over the hump? And I'm going to tell you, I don't think he does. Yeah, uh, that's true. This this is crucial for his. But it may not happen. All right. Vitale would make a postal worker. That's too funny. I couldn't do that. You, get, no, I, you I, do I, like I, walking. I, yep. I had an uncle that did it and in, in Chicago, and he'd tell me stories, man. There's weird people out there. Years ago, I used to work at a company called Charter. It's like the Comcast of the Midwest. And yeah, I'm familiar with yeah. them. And they, you, like, the people who install cables, like a cable installation, like get high speed internet or, or uh, pay per view movies or whatever. So they'd have to go into people's houses. Now, I didn't go into people's houses. I worked in like like uh, audits. I did like pay center audits. Right. But I would hear these horror stories, and people oh. would be like. They yeah, went to this person's house and all their windows are broke out and they don't know how to clean up after their animals, but they got, you know, they got the the highest end package of HBO and it's like, what? Figure your life out. How about no. the ones who try to rip off the company? That's me. That's me. <laughs> we both. I mean, I did that when I was living in Las Vegas, Nevada. They, no one can get me with catch me with that here, but uh, in Vegas, when I used to live out there, oh yeah, we'd pirate. I, I'm the guy. Like, I'm not going to name any names. I'm just gonna say I'm in a I'm in a buying group where it's like so I pay for Spotify, and I share that with everyone. Oh, okay. And then another guy that you may know pays <laughs> for like the Hulu, ESPN Plus, Disney like bundle, and he shares that. And then right. another guy maybe pays for HBO and Showtime and Cinemax, and he shares that. Pass the password down. Yeah, the line, I'm just saying. The table. I'm just saying. We got hey, a system. You got to do it the end of the top of the second both these teams tied up and the world series is living up to the hype we were talking about the length of the game we've been a commercial break here for about four minutes that's too long between innings what does that do to a pitcher right well that... if he's if he's struggling maybe yeah yeah that's a good point and i you... thought well if he's struggling maybe just clear his thoughts and then at the same time he may still be agitated I don't know. You know what a pitcher that—that yeah. that to me is one of the hardest things to do—is being a pitcher. 
the leg strength it takes to throw that ball, deliver it, can hand control the baseball. When Charlie Morton don't need no leg strength, you don't even need a leg. Oof. I'm telling you though, it's not going to end up mattering. And then he then he kept pitching. They're not going to matter after he, he broke his fibula. The big play, I thought, obviously the Solaire home run yesterday, but Kyle Tucker, who had what was like a like a shallow right yeah, center fly, like a bloop single. It, well, no, 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 no. The one he brought in, and there was the play at the plate. Oh yeah. And when he goes home, he throws it about six feet up the line on a tagging runner. Yeah, yeah you're right. And and like I get it, it's a hard play. But you're a major league baseball player. You're a major league baseball outfielder. You're rookie of the year, 2017, Kyle Tucker who maybe hasn't gone on to have the success that the Astros thought they would. But, yes, he's very good. Puts it too far off the line, you miss the tag by six inches. And it was like, well, this one's just – this is done, done. Like, because they can't do the little things. And I know that's not a little thing. But, I mean, they can't connect them enough of a way. The Astros pitching may hurt him in this World Series. Because their starting pitching was already suspect. But I haven't seen anything good from them. It's just their offense has been able to carry them. I know you said we got to grab a break early because we went too long with BV. Carlos Correa is going to take a break too as he strikes out against. Like so, did Max Freed is he on the? Yeah, Freed is too good. And then they'll have Anderson next, and then the, the game four they'll go bullpen. You watch seven Atlanta. and seven and one in his last twelve regular season starts. Seven, Freed, yeah. Oh man, in, in seven career postseason starts he hasn't had it. He's just got the one and two with the three three five ERA, but um, he hasn't been in this position. He hasn't been in the World Series position. He hasn't been in the Charlie Morton is now down and I'm the ace. And if it goes to a point where I can rest for three days and they let me come back and pitch, that he has to do it. I think he will come back oh, on short too. notice. Yeah, good point. Look for him on Sunday. Yeah, or Saturday. Yeah, Sunday. Is, what is today, Wednesday? Three days. Yeah. yeah. Look for him on Sunday. Yeah, good point. A little bullpen effort. Let's grab a break. When we get back, we'll wrap up the program. No varsity today because we didn't pick it. No Mike Trujillo, true to the game, because he's got the night off. So I'll take you up to 6 o'clock and we'll hand it off to National Programming. It's ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Well, the uh, Houston Astros here, they just uh, they pulled up in the faucet full blast on the bottom of the second. And it was 1-1 one one when we went to break. And 4-1 right now, Houston. Wow. They're hitting it all over the diamond. Max Fried can't seem to buy a pitch. And it's just a little, it's like CNI stuff, a little slow rollers just right out of the infield. So, yeah, world of excitement. Ball got away on an errant throw. And I don't know, I'm not going to call it Little League World Series style, but it's just not the cleanest baseball one has ever seen. Exciting programs the rest of the week. I'm going to make sure we preview that correctly. For the friend of the show. Tomorrow, Coach Danny Gonzalez will join us on the program. Hey, Coach G. Yeah, excited about that. I'm going to go out midday to a little basketball thing going on down at UNM. I'm going to check that out and hopefully have some fun with the low bows down there. So that will be good. Uh, my friend Robert Gibson will join us all day on Friday. Uh, he's a local comedian. Buck D, you know him. He hosts a program over on the rap station here in town. So if you're a fan of the, the rap music, he's going to come on and talk about some roast stuff he's got going on. I know he's got a show going on tonight as well. A. Maria has a show tonight over at Hollow Spirits. So if you're a fan of the morning show and you want to see her routine, check her out tonight at Hollow Spirits. Everyone's always doing something, and I love that. I just love everything about it. For most comedians, and you go to one of those places, 
What is it like? Is it you? They give you a little format that you need to follow. You get three and a half minutes. Is that all you get? So, kind of like late night TV. I went to Amory's last show that she did. It's a like a women in whiskey kind of thing. It's it's pretty good, and her and all the other performers, stand up comedians, entertainers. I don't know what verbiage to use. Uh, they all maybe did like twelve minutes, twelve fifteen minutes, and there was four or five of them. And it was just a world of talent. Like it's a. Uh, I'm not a big belly laugh guy. But if you can get me a couple times, like there's, I know you're good. And there's, there's a lot of talent in town. A Marie's it. Like in the version of A Marie that comes across on the morning show, that's excellent. Like she's very good at producing. She's very, she's very knowledgeable in sports. But her stand-up routine is top tier. So she's a world of talent. So yeah, if you're if you're trying to go somewhere tonight for a drink, head on down to Hollow Spirits and check her out and check that out. I am in University of Highlands all weekend. Soccer, football, soccer. So the women's team's got two games this weekend, Friday and Sunday, and then obviously the football team on Saturday. Errant pitch here by Max Freed, runner advances from second to third. Wow, he's losing it. I'm telling you. coming off. I'm telling you. And, and I thought when Atlanta, when the catcher popped the one to left center, that tying it up would be them just taking step one and pulling away. But Houston has answered here in the bottom of the second, one out. Altuve is looking at a one-two count. Four runs second, right? Yep. Three, three runs so three far, runs but so runner on third with a runner out. And you know Altuve, he's not afraid to hit it the opposite side of the field. Oh, so. not at all. No. So watch Houston to put another one on the board here. Altuve's already one for one on the game. And, yeah, Freeman is all but but standing as far away from the first baseline as possible, and the defense is in. So there it is, popped into right center, and it's going to fall to the center fielder and the tag. Oh, held up for some reason. I don't like that call at all. There was enough distance on this one to where you send the runner regardless of speed. The sack fly? Yeah. It? So oh, it would have been a sack fly to right center. Altuve did everything right. This was a stick the bat out and, and just watch it go kind of thing. Oh, okay. It's a, it's immediately as, as a batter, you just crank your head back. But maybe they thought that – is it Duvall in center? Or, yeah, so Duvall in center. They thought maybe his arm was strong enough to do something. I guess. I it's the World Series. It's the world that you go home. Yeah. So Michael Brantley, who by the way is a professional baseball player, like he can get a hit. I'm not going to say he can't. But if you got a runner on third in less than two outs, on anything to right center, I'm going. Yeah, you want to you get the green light. And That's go. how I feel. Yeah. Especially in an inning where you've already put it on in such a way. Three a crooked number. Like, right after it's tied up, mentally speaking, that will wreck an opposing Picture. team. Yeah. 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 Keep going. We had a good program today. It was a little bit of a carousel of friends, which was nice. Brandon Ortega started the program with us. He's a world of talent, what he's doing around town. Check him out nightly on KOB. New head coach of the Duke City Gladiators, Sherman Carter. He had an excitement for the Gladiators, which I really appreciated. Yeah, I liked his enthusiasm. That's such a good organization over there. Them, the runners, the New Mexico runners who play over there, the indoor soccer, they're tremendous. Sebastian Noel called, which was kind, voice of the Duke City Gladiators and all the high school sports here around town. Obviously, BV for sitting in. Check him out one to three daily on KKOB. My flub on saying two to four, that was was foolish of me. I don't get to listen to BB enough because I'm always here at the office. Sometimes I have to go and produce him, but he does a great job. Yeah, he's, he's funny as he's brilliant. Get up. He's super brilliant. 
Freed's trying to dial it back in now. We had a good program tonight. No Trujillo. When's he back? Be back on tomorrow night. He'll oh, be back. okay. So yeah. just the one day. So you uh, catch him after the football game. He'll be on. Good job tonight, Michael. Thank you. Any five words before we go? Not that I can't say it's too long. Oh, uh, it's classic van. Good job, everyone. GG.